Or you guys have asked pick on the set. It feels like a set now. Dude, we're not live. Oh, we are live. Yeah, we're live. <laughs> Hello, everyone! It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome to another episode of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, episode 18, Get a Got Got Name Credit Goes to My Friend Pete. Sitting at the end of the table. Um, I love all of you guys. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday night. If the setup looks a little different, uh, I'm not sure if it's easy to notice, but we are using our new camera. Um, we are not using our web camera. We are using our new professional camera. There's still some tweaks I need to do, but um, hopefully the quality looks very good. Are you in... 1080 right yeah, now? Yeah. It looks yeah. good. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think it looks really good. So, uh, definitely a step up. And uh, all the support you guys give to me, all the donations, Patreon, the views, just hanging out and watching, it goes into equipment like this. Double voice. I think you have uh, your mic, your camera. I think I do, yep. Sorry about that. Okay, now we're good. How about now? Yeah, it, we're good now. I, I, I had two audio inputs, so I apologize about that. But as I was saying, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> All of the support that you guys give to me, the incredible support, it goes right back into this setup in this studio. And, uh, you know, this this camera, I mean, I'm looking at it like I just never thought that we'd be able to get right? here. Right, it's yeah. so clear. Yeah, so Please. this is exciting. Uh, the next step, well, I got to get chairs for you guys, comfortable chairs. You stop with that. No, I got, come on, come on. Um, on set is the almost the full crew. Obviously, we're short one person today. Uh, Kate sends her regards. She was not feeling well. I think she made the responsible decision not to come, especially given the environment that we're in with COVID and with everything. Um, not COVID-related symptoms, just a swollen kind of lymph node and just feeling out of it the past two days. Uh, it, it's kind of funny with illness before, obviously, we get started about sevens because... When it comes to illness, like in the past before COVID, if you weren't feeling 100%, you'd still try to toughen it out and, and go to right, events. But now you're like, I but should now, like, easy. Yeah, now it's kind of more responsible to just yeah. not go if you're not feeling. It used feeling. to be like, a, let me just pop this Dayquil. So that way, you know, if I have like, if you have like allergy symptoms or whatever, you can kind of stop them. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll make it through the day and then sleep it off at night. Now it's like, oh, you just coughed? Go home. Right. You know? Well, like, you went to Jump Fest a sec. You're lucky you didn't infect everyone there. Nick T. That reminds me of that the exact scenario that he just described was me in Canada. It's like, no, dude, it's allergy. Oh, I got oh my God. Sick. Nick T got every... Well, me and Kate, you didn't get me and Kate. No. Everybody but you else got everyone sick. else. <laughs> Including... <laughs> Nick T lied going to no, Montreal. I didn't lie. I, could, I Pete, really thought I had... Pete. I didn't lie. Yeah. Did not lie. He did. And he, he <laughs> legitimately, just to be an ass, all trips, he goes, nah, man, it's allergies, bro. As I'm dying in bed. <laughs> well, at that, yeah, at that point, I, yeah. But before, prior to that, I was like, no, dude, it's allergies. I, like, I'm not sick. It was not allergies. It was not allergies. Um, and sharing a hotel room with the six of us, it, we it were rough. obviously going to get it. it. I don't know how we didn't. It was, a, good time, it was a lot of fun. It's like great a time. COVID oven waiting to happen. It is. It is. So anyway, uh, Kate's not here. This is actually the first time she's missing a stream. So that'll be kind of weird, but we will make do um, without her. And obviously she sends her regards and well, we hope she, that she feels better. She missed the one that you and Nick T did, only the two of us. Oh, that's right. That's true. That was two yeah, that was yeah. a weird yeah. one. Yeah. That was, that night, Legendary yeah. Duels was supposed to come. Yeah, that yeah, was a weird one. No, yeah. so, that was like, what, a month ago now? Yeah, that was probably longer than that. Um, but yeah, anyway, episode 18. We're going to talk all things Roa versus Geta. I know a few people have been asking me what happened on Thursday night, why didn't I stream, what happened on Monday night, why didn't I stream. Kind of been taking a week break from YouTube. Um, I will be back probably with a video tomorrow and videos this coming weekend, so um, I just had to clear my mind a little bit. Every 
three or four months, I kind of get burnt out with Yu-Gi-Oh! So I just kind of reset myself for a week, and then I'm fine. I'm ready to hop right back in. Had a long Zexel stream last Tuesday, so I uh, just had to take a break for a week. That's why there hasn't been much content. But thanks for sticking by me, as always. Uh, we have Cal, we have Nick T, we have Pete. That's we are ready to discuss. And before we get into the discussion, all things Roa versus Geta, I do want to thank every person who donated on the last Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, because again, it is in part thanks to you guys why we are able to do upgrades like the one you were literally going to be seeing for the rest of the channel here on Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything. Mm -hmm. Big thank you to Jack Knight 21 Sean Gilbride, Salad Snack, Otis Cunningham, Nicholas Horton, Ice Aiden, Melinda Phantom, Goosey Q, Anonymous Anime Lover, Pegasus Saya, Axe the Road, Mega Karibo, Entime Subs, who subs the episodes, so thanks Entime, Eggsy's Lover 104, special thank you to 10th Emperor, who donated over $100 in the last stream Thank you so much, dude. Thank all of you guys. You guys are amazing. And and became a channel member. Yes. And became an Obelisk Blue channel member, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are great. So thank you. Um, Roa versus Geta. Yes. I did not do an episode review on this. Who wants to start? Do one of your stars, though. Okay, well, that's actually not what I was going for. Do you want me to start off? No, I'll start it off. So um, I'm kind of upset that I chose not to do an episode review on this because... Uh, it was one of my favorite, if not my favorite episode. Yep. Um, I thought this was an amazing episode. And I don't think it's a coincidence that myself and so many people that I've seen so far in the community enjoyed this episode. Because this is the first episode that Yuga, Roman, or Rook did not duel. And that's kind of crazy to say. But this is the first time one of those three mm -hmm. were not involved in a duel. Yes. And so you're getting in this episode deposition and exposition on characters that have not been the focal point of episodes so far, where those three characters, Yuga, Roman, Rook, actually take a back seat. And through 17 episodes, we have not been exposed to that. So I think that's one of those subliminal things that kind of already helped this episode right off the bat, because you're focusing on characters that have yet to be solely in the spotlight, and giving the three that have been carrying the show so far a break and a rest which is good. You need to do that. You need to diversify your cast and build up side characters as well. I wouldn't call Roa a side character. I think he's the rival here. Right. Um, and the relationship between him and Geta was really cool. Uh, Geta obviously being in the shadow of Roa his whole life, right? That was the theme of the episode, wanting to step out of that shadow. Uh, Neil sells him on this, you know, pretty much false promise of, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to respect you. I'm going to love you. Unlike Roa, you know, even though you know, we'll, we'll talk about that and those uh, that dialogue between the two of them. But, um, you know, he, he basically falls into this ploy of Neil's that Neil is going to give him the respect that Roa never gave him. Uh, and so he becomes this the star of the show. And Geta was the star of this episode. Uh, and Roa steps in and basically is able to reach out to his heart in what I thought was a very fitting way for Roa. There were times where some of the things he was saying, I couldn't tell if he was being genuine or if he was being completely condescending and being a complete prick. Um, and that's what I loved. I mean, I, that's what I absolutely loved about this episode. Even at the end, when Roa is holding out Geta, it feels, what Roa is saying, it feels very over the top. It feels very theatrical and almost not really um, genuine. And that's at least how I interpreted it. And I, I loved that. Um, and so just kind of having this balancing act with Roa's character of being, you know, the, the front man. At one point he even quotes and says, you know, it would be a shame if my talents went to waste. And so I have to be the star of the show because I have so much to offer. And just the amount of arrogance that this kid has is so fun to watch. 
Um, you know, and the uniqueness that he brings to duels. The first time he duels, he uses this tactic where if Yuga draws a card, he loses, which that gets reversed and he ends up losing. And then in the middle of this duel, he busts out a guitar and starts singing to Geta. Yep. I mean, he's done things now in back-to-back -back duels that almost a thousand episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! we have yet to see. Uh, and when you can do that, especially in a franchise like Yu-Gi-Oh! that has so many prior episodes, bring something new to the table... You already get a, a round of applause in my book. And Roa did it again in this episode. The acoustic song to Geta was hilarious. It was impactful. It was great. Uh, and then the insert song again, yep. kicking ass as he summons his yeah. new ace. It, it was really, really cool. Dueling action, I mean, the insert song was great. It wasn't anything, you know, mind-blowing to me. But I just thought Roa's character once again shined. And Roa's character, um, for me, has been... A huge bright spot in Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s through 18 episodes. Oh, so I love the episode. Okay. All right. Um, I, I'll jump in. I guess. New feature! New feature, oh, boys and girls! Oh, yes. You got the cow cam. <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to see it first. And then Is the I'll, mic set up this time? Yep, the mic set up. Yeah, it's just the mic. All right, all right so, all right, away, so I'll talk here. <laughs> so I actually really like this episode, and what I wanted to say to Pete before was Roa, I think, has taken the top as my favorite character in the show wow so okay okay and i knew pete would like that that's why i wanted to wait to say it on here rather than say it before i mean the the episode was great it, it was it had everything in terms of like like you said the dual action wasn't like insane it wasn't like oh my god what's gonna happen but i like how it started it right off the bat with roa taking a big hit and it's like okay like this guy who knows basically everything roa's done over the years has him right where he wants him, right in the beginning, good to go. And then Roa sits down and starts playing his guitar. And I'm like, I don't know what where this is leading, but like I was ready for it. And um the new I mean the new ace is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, that was that was really cool. I think that was one of my um favorite like introductions yeah. into the thing. He's like, let's just send him to the backstage to hell. That was the effect right backstage yeah. pass to hell. Backstage pass to hell was great awesome. Name, dude. Awesome. Great so I was really excited about that. Um Overall, just everything, I mean, literally everything about the episode I thought was great. Um, and it was one of those episodes where I wasn't really sure going into it how great it would be. Because Roa versus Geta, in terms of where the show was, the episode before, we were like, how is this fitting in? Mm -hmm. Like, where, like, where is this yeah. coming from? And then, you know, it kind of, you see Ro Roman go over to Roa's apartment, they fall through the floor, and they, and they, they show up there. Bizarre. Yeah. Very yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, overall, I liked the episode a lot. I think, again, I think it was, like, my, if not my favorite, in my top two or three. Wow, for sure. okay. Um, Nick T. We'll go um, around the table. Well, just to start off, I mean, I want to say it's probably in my top two episodes, wow. top three episodes as well. Wow. Um, I love this episode. One thing I really liked. Um, was that while it didn't address all the issues that I had with the last episode, the, it ma addressed a major one, which was the continuity. Mm -hmm. The fact that Neil kicked them all out and we're like, how do we end up back here? Mm -hmm. I mean, and yes, it does so in a comical way. The floor literally opens up and drops our you know, characters in, but I think it does it, the job. And I think it makes sense that it opens up in Otis's access, lair. Yeah, even though yeah. it didn't make sense. That no, it, it didn't make sense at the apartment. But that was funny. But, Whatever. Yeah. It, like, it still addre like, addresses the issue of, like, why? how would they affect Tenille? Mm -hmm. This is how. He opens up the floor, you fall in. Done. Yeah. Easy. Um, but everything else about the episode was so well done. Even though, yes, the dual, was, dual action wasn't the best... What I found important about this episode was the dynamic during the duel. Yeah. We get a lot of Roa Geta and like it really gives a personality to a character that we know two things about. He eats 
I have three things. He's the drummer. He likes to eat. He is good at computer programming. Yeah. That's all we knew about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we got a ton of character out of him. It's It was so great. Yeah. And then it, this episode only serves to, like, make me love Roa even more. I mean... We get that, like, yeah, he's, like, kind of a prick, but he does have a soft spot, even though he's not willing to admit it. Yeah. Um, I do disagree. I think the grab was very, was genuine. I thought the grab was genuine, but I thought the dialogue that came after the grab was a little over the top. I, I didn't, I I didn't think it was fully I, genuine. I can see where you're coming from. And that's okay. I mean, I, like you couldn't live without him. Right, saying, like, I can't live without you, man. Like, I'm I just, useless. Yeah, yeah, I'm useless without yeah, you. Yeah. I just feel like yeah, it's very maybe, theatrical. Maybe, I can see where you're coming not from. The, I'm, not, I'm not trying to argue that Roa doesn't care about Gata, because oh, yeah, I think yeah, he does, but yeah. I think a lot of what he was saying was very, kind of like what we do, where we just all clown on each yeah. other oh, yeah. 90% oh, of the yeah. time. And I think... It's funny because I was watching the episode. I'm like, "This is Dylan and Caliber through high school." <laughs> oh, you stop. feeling like you're living? Well, you know what? In I will, I will say this, and he Cal- does everything better. For Another some Roa episode, and again, the parallels between Caliber it's and Roa. Un- uncanny. I mean, you guys, if you guys went to high school with us, you would see it fully. True. You know what I hate you're about questioning, this? Like, you're questioning why. Why am I no. always in the in the in the, in the shadow? Yeah, and Caliber's no, in the spotlight. I can kind of understand doing everything that. so well. Do you want to know what I hate about that comparison right now? Is because I just said. Roa's now my favorite character, and, and then you're like, oh, Roa's yeah, Calibro. Yeah, that makes sense. you see some of yourself in him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Not a lot, just not a There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with identifying with the character. Um, that was a totally genuine statement, by the way. Um, but all in all, um, I also, one thing I did want to address that even though, like, I don't know if we fully got um, whether Neil was fulfilling that promise of making get appreciated or not because I mean he did deliver on like an audience he had like crowds of people cheering get his name with the yeah. with, with the random Yushio uh, yeah oh Yushido I mean that yeah, it's like so get up get yeah Yushido uh, yeah yeah, exactly. yeah yeah um but it was great um. <laughs> And he turned himself into Elvis with blonde hair. Yeah, and that yeah. was weird. But I, well, I they made it. an Elvis uh, reference, and yeah, they, they actually even put that in yeah. there. Yeah. So like, all in all, I just like think it's it was really well written. We got like a lot, a whole lot of character dialogue and like growth out of two characters that previously didn't have a ton. Yeah. Well, I mean, Roa was beginning to, but all in all, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I even like felt kind of emotional with. You know, like this bond of friendship that was, even though yeah. it's done so in a comedic way, where like all our protags are like crying over it, and like that's funny. But, like, toes. Yeah, <laughs> and, but like it really was. The ridiculous. comedy was good. It felt heartfelt, and um, it really like sort of served to push us all like with some character, good character development. Yeah, I think that was probably um, something that I really thought was interesting. Where Sevens had a chance to do kind of an impactful death scene there. With Geta, okay. where like Roa and Geta were hanging on to each other, and the sad music was playing. Like, I thought that Geta was gonna let go, or Roa was gonna lose his grip, and right. Geta was gonna die, and Roa was gonna show some genuine upset right. and emotion. Yeah. But then that quickly changed to a more comedic. Yeah, right when Ruff was. When yeah, Will, they do when, that a lot. They when do. Roman tells, mum, like mumbles the truth to them. And yeah, Rook just shouts it out. Yeah, so like that was an, an instance where like I was like, wow, that that probably could have been a halfway, halfway, maybe even a pretty solid impactful death scene there um but again they they stray away from it for obvious reasons for obvious reasons because again they're it's a comedy first and foremost right Mm -hmm. and where uh, yeah he's uh, he's not dead wherever he is it's the same place as the cat although even even if we see geta i never want to see the cat again and it's not because i I hate the cat character no because i want 
Schrodinger's yeah, cat. To be uncertain. I yeah. wish to. Now that Geta's where the cat is, probably, we're probably just going to see them. I wonder if Sebastian, and obviously we will be previewing Yuga versus Sebastian next week, um, and we will be making our picks in the Pick'em. I wonder if the chair loses, if he's going to be dropped off too. I tend to think so. Even though Neil's relationship well, with him is probably much closer. Maybe, maybe the AI gets, I don't know. Well, I think to be determined. Maybe the AI gets the win. You're voting chair? Uh, we'll see. Right, we'll see. see. I don't we'll want to give away my hand. <laughs> Pete, I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on the episode. It's good. You liked it? Yeah, it was good. Oh, wow. Okay. That's surprising. That's surprising. Why is it surprising? Well, I, I know that you, the last few episodes, hadn't been high on Yeah, this is this felt like a, um, it's going to be short-lived because of next week, but this <laughs> felt like a, uh, a comeback episode for me for this show. Uh I would agree wow. with Cal. I think it's kind of in my top three. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Wow. Um, I thought the humor was really on point. I thought, even though they undercut it uh, in some aspects where they could have had great emotion, as you said, that stuff landed for me and the relationship between Geta and Ro and expanding those two characters, because I assume we'll see Geta again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really liked all of that stuff. I thought it was really good. Uh, the duel itself, yeah. Uh, it wasn't spectacular. I mean, there was some interesting like moves that they did, like he pulls out three uh, low-level monsters, but then he's able to, you know, attack and, and use, you know, 1,500, you know, damage points in a single shot. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he had the whole, you know, drum set kind of with the snares and everything was kind of the yeah. themes of his deck. Um, so I really liked that. And then, you know, seeing Roa's new ace was was really mm-hmm. awesome as well. Because there was, there was a moment there, Dill, where I thought from last week that you were going to be right. And I said this before we went on camera, where I thought Roa was going to kind of throw it. Uh, to just prove that his friendship is more important than making him feel um, inferior. Yeah. And it just seemed that way because he was making some odd choices of, like, what he was summoning on the field, and then, like, his whole tone of voice really changed, and, like, even, like, Roman was like, Mm. what is he doing? So that's the way I thought it was going to go for a second. I would have been fine with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, you know, kind of... Bro had to come he in and it up. take well, he's he the, the star of the spot show at the end of the know? day. Yeah. He's got to do it. He's great great humor in this episode. Uh, two of my favorites, I would say, were when Yuga and Gakuto and uh, Rook are in the hallway. Yeah. And so Neil gonna, gears to them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they have their conversation. Yuga is as smart as he normally is. And then Rook is just like, I can, oh, uh, Dill, you got a battery exhausted on your camera. So I never plugged yeah, in the dummy. You never got battery. the dummy. Oh, we're still live on audio. We're still live on audio. Oh my god! I no, never, I never plugged no. in the dummy, dummy battery. Go get the dummy. Okay. In the meantime, I can turn the cow cam on. You can, can turn, turn the, you cow, can turn cam the cow, cow cam on. Oh, what a disaster! I never got the dummy battery. Yeah, Dylan. Guys. There's a so there's a dummy extension for the battery that is enables him to plug it in and charge while you can look into that the camera's camera. on. Oh should yeah. I, should I turn this camera so that Pete's in it? Yeah, actually, no, that'd be great. Um, All right, let me see if I can find the dummy. Bag. Yes, I was actually going to point that. Yeah, wait, yeah. finish your thought. There. No, just, it, right, I thought everything. It, I thought it was just great because Rook is just like he does that like classic like anime or TV show thing. He's just like I can see through your lies, and then you guys like, like I, no, actually I think he's telling the truth. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the <laughs> same, like, same thing happens where it's like we got to go find Neil. I my intuition says he's this way. No, and he's just like I think he's that way. He's like that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, no. It's like... He's just a, yeah. a troll. But I want to address that, actually, because it was hysterical, but mm. I feel like it does play a more important role in what kind of happened last week and in, in uh, Rook's insecurities. Yeah. In that, like, he doesn't necessarily feel like he's good enough, right? So now he's sort of overcompensating. He's making all the wrong guesses and then overcompensates by saying, that was my idea the entire time. Yeah. 
And yes, it's a joke, and yes, it's funny, but it also kind of does play into that more serious note mm-hmm. yeah. that, like, really does lead us into, like, well, what happens with this rivalry for the King of Duels kind of thing. Which Roe is added in. Which as now well. Roe is in the mix, which yeah. may, only could serve to make Rook feel Ro- more Rook inferior. even says it. He goes like, "Man, he's, I hate to admit it, but he he's is the best. Duel. He's, he's really, really strong, good. Yeah. yeah, like he, he says. I it. think he says uh, he may be the best duelist I've ever seen. He said that I think in thirteen. In thirteen, and then no, this, one, this one he said he's he really strong. Yeah. He said he looks yeah. really strong. Yeah. Yes. So, there's going to be an interesting kind of dynamic, like a three way kind of dynamic there. But the second one I love was. You know, Get is making this whole thing of like he has like whether they were probably fake, they were probably holograms of all like those Goha employees. Right. Like maybe yeah, the they're real. Who, yeah, knows? who knows? Neil yeah, does yeah. work for Goha. Doesn't really get addressed. Yeah. It, it would be like, how would you get all these people down here or yeah. whatever? And why use that those resources just to to, to, to chant this random guy that just joined the team? <laughs> but whatever. And so they're there, and he's on this huge stage, and he has Roa come up on a literal like an apple box. Yes. It yeah. looks like. <laughs> And then when he comes up, Roa doesn't care like, about anything. And he still looks yeah. cool. And like, then, like, everyone's just like, oh, man. Even Get is like, man, he still looks so cool. Yeah, right. Like, he's just, he can do anything. Can and that talks anything. to, the, like, the similarities to Cal. Like, Cal could be in, like, a situation where no one should be cool in that moment. But and he, he just makes it look good. Calm, cool, and collected, baby. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's yeah. a way to live. That's the way to live. So, yeah, very, very strong episode. Very, very strong solid episode. I, yeah. did, I did like how... Like when he stood up on the stage, like everyone was like, "Oh my god, his stage is so small." Yeah, they, were like, <laughs> they were worried for a second, and it's like, "Nope, he still looks cool." He, he, he just every care. and that's what I liked about the episode that every single thing that happened only served to somehow make Roa look cool. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "How? Yeah. It's impossible." He's just he's just a suave guy. He's just a suave, you guy. know, and he's someone that, even though he's arrogant as he is. He doesn't try hard, right? And no. so that's what makes it's him cooler. so effortless. Is that it's just effortless of just like he just rolls with the punches. It doesn't matter, and that's what happens. No, and that's what happens. I appreciate the comparison now. Yeah, See, see, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a bad compare. It wasn't a comparison. Now, an asshole, would you? If I asked cool. you, would you dye your hair green for Halloween? We'll dress you up in a whole outfit, whole row outfit. I'm sure, the people would love that. I'm trying to think. There I would go. dye my hair green. But we gotta get you also like I don't know extensions. For like, this, for like the stream. Yeah, we'll do it for the stream. But you gotta get that whole hair. You gotta wear. Well, see, see, the only we'll thing is, if outfit. I dyed my hair green, you get that like that. Spray it might eye. be stuck like that for like. Yeah, but you're working weeks. from home. Does it matter? I have weddings to go to. <laughs> oh god! I, <laughs> think about the explanation that would be. A wig is also yeah, but Shadowrun that's the easy way out. We want him to dye it. Watermelon no. boy. Watermelon boy. Yeah. Um, you can, you, be, you do be watermelon boy. That could be you. Watermelon boy. Um, I'll think that. about it. I'll think about Not, it. Yeah. Maybe for when we carve pumpkins. That'd be that sick. could be your dress up. That'd be sick, actually. Without, I would honestly, if we all got dressed up I would totally as, as dress a seventh up. character for the pumpkin carving, I would do it. Yeah. You're Gakato. Absolutely. I'll dress up as Rook. Kate can be Roman. Don't want to be Yuga. There you go. Boom. Wow. Done. Wow, it's already I'm made such it. an outsider. <laughs> no, but that's sick, and you're up. <laughs> but the, you can. The thing is, we're establishing that already. You're above. Everything him. is sort of in in the past, right? Everyone, they're really accepting Roa now. Like he's becoming closer to our core um, four. Yeah. But I just I love that. Like even at the end, we don't have a Mimi. It it, it does like no. that. It does the cut of like you know like the classic like transition scene, and then he just goes well. 
Guess that's it for me. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like he was just like borrowed for the episode. And, and I'm, I'm happy. I'm actually, I'm happy that Roa did not is not sticking but, with the. But it was right? almost like a breaking of the fourth wall, right? Yeah. Like we yeah. borrowed him for an episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, guess that's it for me, and then he just leaves. That's true. Really, that's true. Really, really well done. Um, and actually, two things I wanted to address. One, the fact that when you said like, oh, everything served to make him look cool, that's exactly why Mimi just loves him so much. And you can see it now. Which Mimi represents all of the high school girls. In the, so, in the sunroom at Mike's house. Exactly. So that makes in sense. the sunroom. So there is um, one thing. Actually, Mimi, it's a good, it's yeah, a good yes. point to pick. Yeah, totally. Uh, there we go. Because once again, I, I feel like she was kind of under the radar in this episode. Yes. I, I feel like even with Mimi, there's a lot of little moments in this episode. There's another one I want to talk about with Neil. Neil. That's literally who yeah. I wrote. Those are the two I wrote down. See, we're right. We're we right are. There. Those are the two topics. Exactly. That, I knew exactly what you were going to... The two, you were segue yeah, this. the two topics that I wanted to hit on. Yeah. So, Mimi, this is, I think, the first time where she verbally outright states that she basically needs to do exactly what Yuga needs to do. Um, and what Team Yuga are trying to do, where she says, I need to stop Neil. Yeah. She says that. She said, outright says that. So, that was very interesting to me, because you could see in the Arya Arata episode, where she gets food with them at the ramen shop, that she was starting to turn a little bit. Um, but she's still also concerned about her job, mm-hmm. which I thought that was interesting. Well, I think... Because I don't understand what Neil succeeding in this would cost... Why would that right. cost her so, her job? Yeah, the, the, this, the sentences seem conflicting to me. She needs to step up her game to stop Neil, obviously because she's looking at for the sake of the kids, but at the same time, she needs to make the right move or whatever to save her job. Well, doesn't I'm, she mean that, like, if she stops Neil, she might lose her job because that's a negative No, but they seem like... It, it seemed, don't, don't uh, you, that's just that's yeah. just my signal. Don't you dare okay. signal me like that. Well, that's the signal no, from that's, now that's on. It's like a photographer. Yeah, I think that's good. That's okay. Um, I thought he was like dangling a treat yeah. over the camera or something. Um, wow, I love. It. No, but I I feel like she intended for those to be like concurrent, like those two things to go into each other. I'm wondering if she feels threatened by well, the lack of knowledge about Neil. I I took it as hmm. the way it threatens her job is think about what she was sent out to do, presumably from what we know is to learn and scout about rush tools, right? She brought Yuga's notebook to the top of Hexagon and Mr. Goha, right? So that was her huge contribution of like, wow, she's an important person. If Neil's goal is to eliminate rush tools, that negates everything she worked on. And so now she's expendable. I'm just remembering something because there's there's a lot of people that, that don't say that, that say Mr. Goha hasn't done anything. But everyone seems to forget that when, Don't, when you bring up the point, I'm kicking you off the show. When the top of Hexagon was trying to figure out what to do next, Mr. Goha very calmly laughed, huh, huh, and he pointed at the newspaper. Get off, get off yes. And so Mr. Goha was on that. No, he, he it does, he's aware. <laughs> I, I think he, I get don't off think, the show. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think that's a valid point that, like, maybe, whether you want to argue he hasn't done anything or not. <laughs> Am I the only one who is rooting for Mr. Goha here? Absolutely. I believe so, yeah. Um, okay. But he is clearly aware of what's going on. No Dialogue or not, he's aware of what's happening. Yes. Okay, well, thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that. Well, um, I think we were all relatively aware that he was aware of what was going on. Right, okay, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Some people might think he's just... A, you well, know. Pete thinks he's just brain dead. Pete doesn't think he is. <laughs> I didn't say he's brain dead. I just said he's a troll character. He's, he's, like, he's, he's like got the figurehead, but he doesn't actually do anything. He's got to be at the top for a reason. Yeah, I think about how many people in in life or at the top and they didn't deserve it's it. It's because it's his family's business and he just got put there. 
He also, I, wow. I think we're forgetting, he is Mr. Goha. He right. created Goha. Yeah. As far as we know. As far as we well, know. Well, again, it could be a family name. Yeah, Grandpa yeah. Goha could have created Yeah, I mean, it. it must go further back because we have the enti- literally the entire city. It's called Goha. Yeah. Goha City. I it's mean, ca- it's kind of crazy how... Very deep. It's kind of crazy <laughs> how um, he's just been kind of forgotten about for a while now. I mean, yeah, I think I, saw, in the last, I just don't take him seriously. I think though. in the last twelve episodes, the only thing he's done is when he when Mimi he finally made a speaking debut when Mimi called mm-hmm. about the the notes and he just said six 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 six. six, 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 yeah, six he's six. been a useless character. I wouldn't say useless. Useless through eighteen episodes. I think he's I think he's plotting from. He's the, a from he's the, a he's a figure of hope. Hope. <laughs> in, in hope. I think he's Superman over here. <laughs> I said that wrong. He like he's held on as a character by the hope that he's going to be something. New. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Yeah, that's what I meant. Something. Yes. I just don't. I just had it. the way I phrased it was yeah, completely wrong. Hope that was like, great. Whoa, whoa, It'll okay. never happen. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. So yeah, Mimi basically is on Yuga's team in this going forward. Right. Um, the other thing I want to touch on is is Neil. Uh, we haven't talked about Neil yet. He had a pretty interesting moment in this episode where either he was playing dumb, or really I think he dark. was being serious. Yeah, yeah. I think he was being serious too, and the reason I think he was being serious is honestly because Yuga said, "No, I actually don't think he knows anything." Yeah, and Yuga at this point has been shown to be such an intelligent, one step ahead of every one character yep. mm-hmm. that I almost like don't believe. Like, I, I, I let me rephrase that. I believe everything he says without yes. doubting it. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, there's no point for me not to. It's not good. But, like, he's one of the only protagonists to this point where, like, this early in the show, like, no matter what he says about a character, I fully believe him. I also think that the way Neil answered the question that he said was, like, he was like, oh, is that what he said to you? Like, not like, oh, he said that to you, right? It was like he was asking, oh, is is that the way he, he had right, spoken like to that you? That sounds like something. Yeah. That, that, so yeah. then, yeah, so no, I don't know anything about that. Rather mm-hmm. than, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, opening the road to, you know, yeah. new road, whatever. Like, yeah, I've heard that before. Like, no, he hasn't. So he's trying to confirm what yeah. was actually said to him to begin with. Exactly. Because he might take that phrasing and try and figure out what it means. Exactly, yeah. What he said before saying he doesn't know anything kind of tipped his hand a little bit. Because he yeah. could have, you know, said he doesn't know anything and been lying. But the sentence right before that saying, oh, yeah. is that what so is that what he said? Yeah. yeah. Kind of tipped it a little I think bit. that maybe now, like, you know, he's an incredible hacker or whatever that he is. He's going to, like, find that phrase somewhere. And maybe there's some sort of thing that's, right. he could you know, that he could find. find. Yeah. Yes. And, and it further doubled down on the point of the last episode when we saw Otis... Um, that when he appeared first to Neil, he does, he has learned very little about him. Mm-hmm. Our group in Yuga has learned more with Otis because they're meant to than Neil has. And so that's why I also think he is not lying because he's desperate to learn that information. Yeah, right. So any even hearing that line, he's like, oh, is that what he said to you? Like, great, because mm-hmm. he could use that later on for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Through 18 episodes. Yes. Door to the New World. Mm-hmm. Is it literal or is it not literal? They bring it back. <sighs> it's so hard, dude. I don't. I want it to be literal. It, I come on. I'm gonna will it to be I'm, literal. I'm actually gonna go on a limb and I, I'm gonna say in some way it's literal. Now I'm. I don't know if it'll be literal to the other Yukio shows that we know, but for the context of this show, they might go to another Earth or something like that. But it's in 
all in the Sevens universe. We right. just meet characters in the Sevens universe. Um, I think that's a possibility. That's have, definitely a possibility. I have yes. an option that could be a possibility that I don't think you're going to like. Okay. In the way that it is still a literal answer, though. Like okay. It's still a literal thing. They all die. No. The totally end. Agree. The show ends with them finding this door, oh. and the next Yu-Gi-Oh! is the new world. Don't say that. That would be pretty cool. It would, it it would be, be cool. Yeah, the like, cool oh. part about it would be it, it'll connect, it connect worlds. them and, to and meeting other people and something like they that. They get to the door, and it, it's going to the Yu-Gi-Oh! 8th show, and then they're like, wait. Someone, someone's joining us, and someone just kind of like zooms in like a hologram, and it's off. And it's like, and now we just connected all three. <laughs> well, that I like that. And he's like, I'm gonna be your tour guide for this. Or it's, or it's playmaker, and he just hits you with like a really wicked smile, and then the show ends. See, now that would make me uncomfortable because he never smiles. He so smile. that wouldn't make any sense. Right, but it wouldn't be like a, a smile. Like no, it would got be red like, in his eyes. It, yeah, it would be like a wicked smile. Like he's yeah. lost his mind. From being in the that's kind of terrifying. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. No, no. I honestly think that if they, which they're not going to do, this now we're just talking nonsense. If they ever went that route where like Playmaker did just you know go insane from losing eye and being alone and being isolated and you know being lost in the brains, which I don't think is hard to write in, mm-hmm. because no. I think that's what you could definitely take away from the ending of Brains. I think he would be a terrifying adversary. Absolutely. Because yeah, of, because we already know, even as a how protagonist, how, yeah, well, not only how strong he is, I mean, he's one of the strongest duelists in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe, but how calculated and just serious he always is. Yeah. And so to have a character like that then play a villain, I mean, it would be so interesting. Be be they would never do it. It's The, the other, the other yeah, reason why yeah. it's hard to say that the, you know, the literal door will connect the older shows in any way is because... All of those shows would then have to have the, those characters use rush dueling. Yeah, right. it, it, and that'd be it tough. Would be hard to figure out. It, it would have to be arc five style, where it's versions of those characters, but in this universe, and not actually those characters. Right. right. Which I'm. Don't know actually if I want to see that. But even in Arc Five style, you could at least have those characters use the summoning mechanics that they were right. using in the show. You just have to implement them in this show, and they grew up with rush right. duels when it just became a. Thing I think the easiest way to do it is with Vrains because you go into an, a virtual reality. Vrains is yeah, Vrains where is right it's itself. like oh that like uh, you know the people enter be like oh there's an announcement a new type of dueling was downloaded into Link Vrains yeah. and bang the rush duels character they come yeah. right it, in. Vrains is the easiest so one. Easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Vrains is the easiest one. Vrains might be the only one that you wouldn't even have to like, in my opinion, stretch the realm of possibility no, to make not it at work. All. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think that's hard to say that I like mean, because we for all we know, Den City and Goha City could be fifty miles apart. Could yeah. be. Yep. And Rush Dueling started what? at Goha City a year after the events of Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns ended. And I wanted, but that's not hard to write that I wanted to yeah. connect, but... I, I, don't just, th- I don't think it will. I just have a feeling that they just mean it as a as a metaphor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's Figurative, like, yeah. We're starting a whole new world within a completely different dueling style. Yeah. We put that on the world, and that's what it's going to be. That's 90%. But it's just, it's just in the back of my mind, I got that thousandth episode, you know, thing. You know, we're in, we're in that with this show, and I'm like, oh, man, like... Wouldn't it be great? It would you be know? great, man. It would be great. I mean, the possibility that I thought of was that it could be literal in the sense that whatever lies behind this door, whatever secret may be opened up, and not literally like you're crossing through, but this is like a figurative door that with a secret that could change the entire world as we know it. Mm-hmm. So it, therefore creating like a new now, new reality. Now, here's a crazy thing. Okay. Because I have something to say. Is, though, Otis... Early prediction, 18 episodes in. Is he 
fake, like a computer program? Is that a real person that maybe used to work for Goa? Is he dead? Like, I, what, what do you think? Is it like... Is is this from twenty, you know, or ten years ago, and he's been dead? Goa killed him. Like, what? What is it's his status? Oddly enough, in this I time? keep getting this feeling every time he shows up that he's dead. Yeah, like Goa just, just murked him. I don't know, Goa or not. I just keep getting this sensation that he is not alive, and that maybe like his his kid is the one that's like not that well, would fit with the theme, of but Seven's not alive. Like, like if, if Otis's son. Was the one that yeah. was like programming him and, and everything, yeah. right? To spite Goha because Goha offed him. Sure. Similar to what happened with the Lost Incident and Kogami and Soul. Or I mean, it could have been even something that he personally like predicted and like <coughs> created this kind of AI that's able to interact and like sort of guide our future protagonist ten years down the road. Yeah. Maybe not ten. Whatever. Six. I don't know how many years ago. It was. I. You know, the more I think about it, the more I am of the belief as well that. Yeah, Otis is not actually a real person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a program. He's a, that he's a program, especially okay. now that we're getting more AI-centric yeah. in like, the show. I feel that could be true. I do believe if he's a person, though, I just think he's dead. Like, if he yeah. was a person, I don't think he's here anymore. And I think he left these remnants behind for the next person. Something that he always dreamed of well, and couldn't finish. Yeah, because he was definitely... I mean, he was... We all agree that he was a human when he was dueling right, and gave when Yuga, Yuga seven At one yes. point, yes. So he was a human at that point. But then he Maybe, because, again, that could be like a solid hologram could, that everyone yeah, thought was... Yeah, but an actual card. Yeah, but solid hologram. I mean, is this like is a, a phase. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I do think well, he was... we're doing really, a massage I, show next yeah. week, bro. Come on. Yeah. You can't think long. You gotta I do, think about it. <laughs> I am a firm believer that at All the right. very least he was a real person when Yuga and Roa and... Saw him. Saw yeah. Him. yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I think they I think they murked him and he... He got got. He, he no, got got. Yeah. And he had contingency plans left behind of, hey, when this kid that I gave this card to, he gets older, he's going to be able to follow this way. I'm going to light that way for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to leave these kind of, you know, very iRobot-like, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind that's of yeah, my mind, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, he's dead, but also this is an AI that's able to interact based on yeah. questions and answers. Well, so if we had to put money on it, every single person at this table does not think he's an alive human being. Like, yeah. currently that they can yeah. meet now. I, wow. I, think the, I think the only chance of it being him alive is he's physically, like, trapped in isolation somewhere. And part of their journey is going to be helping him escape. Because maybe he's going to be... He could be behind the door. He, he could be... Or he could be the key to taking down Goha. Yeah. So it's like... It might be one of those things where... I mean, I personally don't think he's alive. But... One of the stops can be like... Well, Alright, you're almost here. We need to get to this dungeon because this is where they've been hiding me. And then yeah. you find him, but he doesn't actually look anything like Otis because he's and so he t- run And he takes down. off his mask and Yuga goes, Dad? And, like, and then the episode just ends? <laughs> he takes off... He takes off his mask... <laughs> Kaiba? Stop. I do want... I want to... Something just came to mind that I kind of want to throw out there. It does seem maybe a little far-fetched, but it's... So we have clearly this sort of tenuous relationship between um, Otis and Mr. Goha and mm-hmm. Otis and Neil, and it's... You know, it's kind of established that neither of these parties like him. Goha, as a corporation, doesn't like him. Yep. Um, and it's also established that he was taken away, right? He left that... That... Um, tournament and then we don't know what happened then we don't know what happened yes what if there's a possibility here and and what got me part of what got me thinking is the way that neil responded mm-hmm. what if this whole door to a new world thing isn't true he's locked what if he's locked away and is guiding our protagonist in a quest to free him from wow. sort of the captivation that he's been held in that's not be... a new world that's just what he's 
stringing him along Hyping with. it up with. That right, and cool. then he's free, and it's like, then none of that was true. It was all BS. And Neil is probably the one to figure it out. Because he, like, he obviously has prior knowledge about Otis. If they go that route, I think Otis might end up being a villain. A villain, and yeah. That yeah. Would be because to be completely yeah. honest, and we've, we've talked about Otis quite a bit we on don't, this. Yeah. We don't really know a lot about him. We don't know a lot about him. We don't know a lot about him, and I just feel like there are ulterior motives with They're, him. Yeah. I just don't feel like he's being yeah. a pure hearted That's why I individual. was saying that he could be in captivity. He could be in captivity. Somebody, be somebody wrote in the comments earlier, and it also, they didn't say this exact thing, but it made me think of it, of like, what if... Mr. Goha, this is how he comes into the story. He's doing like a Darth Sidious, like an Emperor Palpatine. He's playing both sides, yeah. right? So he's this position, but he's also Otis. Yeah. But for whatever reason, he needs these kids to do something that he can't do in the in the public eye. And so he's playing both also, sides yes. of it, just like Palpatine did in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yes. And so I think that would be pretty interesting yeah, I, and would make that character relevant. Yeah, right, yeah. and I think in, in, in either event, we get this, I, like, sort of stringing along with the protagonist where the whole door opening, total, like, farce. Yeah. Which yeah. would be really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it would there's be cool. a lot of different ways yeah. they can go with it. Easily, to me, that is the most interesting part yeah. of the show right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, because the doors thing, too, like, that's a great way to give your protagonist a goal to, to seek. Exactly. Right? And give them hope. And so that's how you keep them ignited to keep going and going, but yeah. it's all BS because right. there's just something else, whether you're trying to, Otis is trying to get out of some dungeon or right. something that Mr. Goa is doing. Yes. It's a brilliant way to motivate someone. Mm -hmm. Could be really interesting. Yeah. Now, either way, like whether well, we know about it and don't, I just like, I'm really excited yeah. to see what's behind the door. Yeah. I feel like there's not many ways they can do it where it's a complete flop. Like, I feel like it has to be a good payoff. Right. Yeah. Um, and I hope it's a good it's payoff. Hopefully not a butt of a joke. Oh, well, that no, would be really... Yeah, I, I can't imagine because... Surprise! One of the, be, you know, it'd be different if it was like, you know, the, the ghost of Gakuto guiding them along. But Otis has been one of the most serious characters in yes. the show. I have no reason to think this is going to be comedic. So is Neil. Yeah. So, so is Neil. Yeah. yeah. So... Interesting, though, that as great of a programmer and genius that Neil seems to be, that he still can't figure out who Otis is. Yeah. All this time now. And I think that's telling. Like, is Otis really good as I, well? Like, he's on equal level? Or everyone is playing a game here where everyone's on the same side, but they're pretending they're not mm -hmm. just to trick our protagonist. Yeah. Also, but, he, but he also can't break into delete rush duels either. Because that's not so his providence. Yeah. Which I believe. No, that's remember he said he tried to break into the duel disc to, to, to eliminate rush duels. His providence was not with deleting the accounts. You're right. He said he wouldn't just delete every account that's affiliated with Rush Duels. He's like, that's not my province. Like, but he said he tried to remove Rush Duels themselves, he and he couldn't and do it. it. Well, o and then I and think then Otis, Otis appears. Yeah, Otis stopped him probably from doing it. I think that was implied, definitely. Yeah. Um, so Otis is at Neil's level. Yes. And we know that Neil is... he's a, a computer program, he's like the Jarvis in this case. Like yes, he's, he is. He's, yeah. he's protecting it through some programming that mm -hmm. he yeah. implemented. That's one of the more interesting dynamics right, right now. Neil, There's, a, there's a lot going on there in the background. Yeah, yeah definitely. Which I definitely like. Um, and you know, it's all and, intentional. Like, it doesn't feel like things were left out, like, unintentional. Like, this is all intentional information that's been left out. Right, right. And, you know, like, on Friday we're getting what's probably going to be a very heavy comedic episode. Yeah, it's got probably. Um, and that that's an episode that will definitely just not really probably focus on the plot. Maybe we'll get details here and Neil, there. We might get details about Neil, though. Yeah, we probably we might will. get some Neil. Yeah, we did see him in the preview. And we are going to make our predictions on 19 um, mm -hmm. next. Uh, 
I guess we will read a couple donations if we have yes, a few. Yes, there are two in your link if you want to start okay. with those. No, there are two that. ways to donate if you gotcha, choose to bro. support me that way. I greatly appreciate it. The super chat in the chat and the link in the description. From the link in the description, I get a little bit more of a percentage, much more actually than YouTube. But if you choose to support me that way, thank you. So we'll read through some of these and then we will um, get to uh, our predictions. Tenth Emperor, thank you for the $1 donation. Everyone watch Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans for Best Gundam Ever, Gundam Barbados, and Love Best Girl Atra. Hope you guys are well. We're doing good, Tenth. Thank, thank you, you so much, man. Really well. appreciate it. And then Entame Subs. Entame Subs is here. Everyone say hi to Shay. Say hi to Entame Subs, the wonderful human being who's subbing sevens. Um, adding on to the Roa seems part of the group now. Gagato actually refers to him with Kun now as of this episode. He didn't do that before, which indicates a sense of closeness in contrast with Mimi, whom he still formally calls as Atachi-san. So that's really interesting. And for those of you that don't think that is important, I remind you about what happened in 14 when the fake Kaizo referred to Roman as Roman Tan right. instead of Roman Chan, and that was a huge indicator yeah. that something was wrong with Kaizo. Yeah. So those kind of, they're not no. surnames. What are they? Honorifics. Honorifics. Those are very important, and Entime Subs, I didn't even catch that yeah. one. Thank you for pointing yeah. that out. So Gagato views Roa as... Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. No, wholeheartedly, as part of Japanese language and culture, it's very, it's important. Yeah. It's not, you know, that's I, not something that would be unintentional. Right. I email, I email people from Japan, and they always refer to me as Nixon, like, I in love the that. emails. <laughs> So that's I like awesome. that's just something I've they, noticed. They have other languages. I remember right. in French, there's different ways when you say things. Different, yeah, pronouns that you can address people, whether it's professional or yeah. someone who's yeah. closer like to casual. home. Like, we'll yeah. See yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, Entomate, thank you for the lesson. There's we appreciate that. Yeah, you got one more. Um, one more. Kate Barney, obviously Kate. Kate. Dollar sixty nine donation. Thank you, Love Kate. Love it. Nice. Love it. Miss y'all, watermelon boy. I hope you're feeling okay, Kate. We miss you, and we hope to have you back next week. And I hope yes. to see you soon. Feel better, Kate. Feel better. Yes. Feel better, Barn. We are going to be also doing, um, I don't know if Kate will be here for that. We will probably be here. We are doing some... You didn't uh, do anything. Oh. I don't, I don't use Max. What, what is he We are doing some group um, where we're all going to be together Twitch streams. So please follow me on Twitch. Probably Friday night, we are all going to be in my basement. All probably four of us, Kate included. This Friday? This Friday. Okay. And we are going to be streaming Fall Guys Season 2, all of us in person. We're just going to talk. We're going to chill. It's a great time. So definitely follow me over there uh, if you want some more live streaming content. You guys are great. And Kate, you didn't have to, but thank you for the donation. Yeah. Thank just, you, Kate. Just probably going to go back while to we're anyway. still doing <laughs> this, While we're still doing some donos, you just got another one over there. Oh, okay. Over there. While you're looking at that, yes. I will start off in the YouTube donations. Sean Gilbride donated his $11.11. Ah, Sean. 11.11. Make a wish. And your said, wish? I wonder if Sevens will have a Halloween-themed episode since it's now October. So. It's going to be hard because of the delay. Because of the delay. So then their October episode might end up in December. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think... Now, if there was no delays, Sean, I think there was a decent chance, but we know that Sevens has been very well on schedule. Um, we know that, like, episode 14 was finished before episode 3 even aired. Right. So Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens has been phenomenal. Exactly what you want to see, exactly what you want to hear when it comes to producing your anime. So I don't think they're going to time it that way because of the delays. 
For that reason, Sean, I'm going to say we're probably not getting any themed episodes until maybe 2021. Right. I could see Sevens doing a themed episode for sure. sure. But because of the delays, I think any ideas probably got scrapped pretty early mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Yeah. But Sean, thank you. That is a very generous awesome that. It would have been, been great. Been. We're going to be carving pumpkins live. I don't know if that's going to be on YouTube or on Twitch, but we are definitely doing pumpkin carving. Yeah, so so that's going to be We did it last year. Yeah, we have to. So we're going to dim the lights. We're going to have orange Ooh, LEDs. It. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then you guys will be able to vote on best pumpkin. So um, we're doing our own Halloween themed stream at some point, but yeah, you guys are great. Sean, thank you for the very generous donation. Church of Flapple, uh, five dollars through the link. Thank you, Church. What? Okay, so this is an interesting one. What's your thoughts on Geta saying "I always loved you" to Roa? Uh, also, subscribe to Dylan or repent. You do not have to do. I feel like we either. should definitely bring this. We up. definitely. Yeah. We actually kind of missed this conversation. Yeah. I saw a couple people on Twitter. Um, say that the way they interpreted it was was pretty romantic. literal and from a romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, how did you guys interpret it? It's. I, I'm on the fence about it, to be honest. And usually, like, and not like in any form of like gay erasure or whatever. I, I like, but I, it's kind of hard because like I tend not to like buy into it. Usually, it's like. Because there's platonic love, there's friend, you know. Of course, I mean, but, I would say I love you guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the always loved you thing, kind of. I get the vibe, but I, I just don't think so. I I thought there were cues. There were cues. There were yeah. definitely cues, but I think because it's Yu-Gi-Oh, at least for me, and watching this franchise for so long, right. I the first thing I didn't I thought was not romantic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But exactly. the way that it was shown to us was definitely. I think you could absolutely make the case that it was implied. Sure. I think I think you could absolutely make that case. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then even Roa at the end, Pete brought this up right before he went on. Roa saying, "I like, don't don't get it wrong. Like it's not like that. Yeah. Like almost like that he was yeah. a little like embarrassed of the the whole thing. Right. Um. So it was. Uh, it, it, there were. I thought there were definitely cues. There were cues. It was interesting. I yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I for the because the, the whole episode, I really just can't like was um felt like admiration right like yeah, he yeah. always like looked up to him because of how good at everything and how cool roa was yeah since their childhood mm -hmm. i mean they're still kids but you know since early childhood so you, you kind of develop that mm -hmm. like admiration and like platonic love mm -hmm. but there were you know cues that seemed like, maybe just for the dramatics of it though yeah i think for the, yeah i i kind of agree with what you're saying nick t i didn't like i or at least initially i didn't take it as like I've always loved you. Like I'm in love with you. Right. I've taken it more. I took it more as like I admire you and like what you're able to do. And I've always looked up to you in that way. Mm -hmm. Like like almost like I love what you can do and like the person that you are. Not necessarily like I love you. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's kind of the way I took it when I watched it. But again, there were some things where it was like. You know, Ro is doing something, and he's like, kind of just like staring Stop, at him, starry eyed, like, yeah, like, awestruck. Right, him. that's well, yeah. and that's yeah. like the one thing that kind of twists it a little. Yeah, bit. honestly, yeah. yeah, for me, those things were more cues than the "I always loved you" sentence because that yes. sentence gave to me that, despite his anger at feeling like backstage yeah. or being like sort of cast aside in the shadows the whole time, despite the contempt he sort of held for yep. Roa. He always still loved him. That's right. kind of how I saw it too. Like even the even though there was pain in this like friendship, like the yeah. at least the way he felt, like that he maybe wasn't it wasn't a mutual like you know I like I care about you type thing where he said he was like um, almost used as like a you know just as another 
cog in his wheel to be right. awesome, you know? Yes. He actually did care about him as a person and as a friend, regardless. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, if anything, that wasn't the, the thing that tipped me off. Every, some other cues made me feel that way, not that one. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I'm actually glad that Church brought this up, yeah. because this was a, a big talking point that I saw on Twitter from the episode. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I took it as romantic from Geta. You did? Yeah, I did. Wow, okay. I took it, the end confused me with Roa. There is like, is that him saying like, hey, I don't like him like that, like it's a friendship, or I, I didn't know what he necessarily meant there. Or was it like, don't like misunderstand it, that like, even though I beat him and I'm the way I am with it, don't think for a second that I don't care about my friends. That's what I like. So else. like. It, it was either one or the other or both there for Roa, but from the way they set Geta up of, like, how he was, he was kind of staring at him, star-eyed, and, mm-hmm. and he said, like, always, like, three times, loved you. Like, to me, that was, like, it wasn't just, hey, I, I always wanted to be you and aspire to be you. It was more, like, I've dealt with all your bullshit because, like, wow. I love I you in a deeper meaning yeah. way. That's why I've stayed That's, here. Okay. Even when you left me in the park to yeah. play guitar for some girls on the park bench. You know, so, again, another caliber on there. That's him outside the double house. But, um, when he's rapping. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's how I took it. I definitely took it as, as fr- at least from the yeah. Geta side. So you did it. take it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, from the Geta side. Yeah, I, 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 I'm really split on it. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I took it literally. Um, but that might just be because it's Yu-Gi-Oh! And I just learned not right. to take romance literally in Yu-Gi-Oh! But, uh, the cues were definitely there, I yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's pretty interesting. So. I, I think also, too, it hurt him. At the end of like, yeah, that would hurt if you were friends, but it hurts more, right? If you if you care about someone in that way, you're yeah. romantic, right? That he was just gonna replace him with a robot, sure. And so yeah. like that's like, wow. So I've done all this and I've cared about you, and you just you didn't even come look for me. Like yeah. you were just gonna replace me. Basically, move on the only band. use in his life for yeah. him was. Being and so I think that hurt too. Of like that's why he acted out in anger. Of like, yeah, I'm gonna tease you until you're paralyzed. And despite you, I'm gonna let go. And yeah. Die. Yeah. Die. Yeah. Which he's not dead. No, of course not. And Roa knows he's. Oh, not he dead. did. Yeah, Roa was pretty calm though yeah. for the potential. And he, and he knew he always is though. And he knew yeah. that he was gonna come back. He's like, yeah, can you make like a, a you know a drumming dual disc? Yeah. Or yeah. do dual disc drum kit, right? Which like, seems oh, to me like that's a gift. Then when Geta comes back, of like a kind of an olive branch. Yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah. how I see it. Of like, so that's why he he didn't want the robot because he's not gonna replace him because he does care about him as a friend. I just yeah. think that. That ego gets in the way. Yeah. He had to win. He has to be the star, right? Mm-hmm. But he does still care about yeah, people. Yeah, 100%. It's I, just, I, he does it in the wrong way. I think I can buy into that, that Geta might have, like, a, a crush on yeah. Roa, but Roa doesn't reciprocate. Right, sure. I, yeah. I think that's, yeah, I can definitely buy into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting. Well, interesting yeah, topic. It and, really yeah. is an interesting topic. It's, cause and it's, if you, if you, that might be, and what's also crazy about that, that might be one of the most clear cut if you believe it to be literal from Geta like Pete does yeah. and like we're kind of split on that is the most clear cut confession of having romantic feelings for another in character that we have probably ever gotten yeah yeah <laughs> I mean how crazy is that yeah hey we're crazy. breaking new barriers yeah man, this whole show that's what we're here yeah. Yeah. studio new, new animation style we're just more risks I yeah. love it dude new I camera. Need to do. Yeah. new camera new camera dude. <laughs> yeah new camera that's crazy because I'm trying to think like in G yeah I don't want to get into that for spoilers but I do want to say, like, for anyone who's seen, because um, 
who's, who's seen uh, Evangelion, mm-hmm. there's like a, a similar dynamic towards the um, end of the series with a character named Kwaru and our main protagonist Shinji where it's like these are characters that are at odds essentially but are still like the one character the one Kwaru like expresses can be interpreted can be interpreted as romantic love for our main protagonist. it's we're not sure if it's reciprocated at all or not but like there's a, like a, a bond there for sure yeah. so it's a very similar dynamic mm-hmm. um to that so I'm sure there's people there that have seen that yeah it's interesting yeah. Um, but that being said, in sevens, we, I believe we will never get anything more than something like that. Mm-hmm. Like a, a verbal, a potential verbal confession about a romantic Maybe. crush. And they don't need we, to though. Oh no. And they yeah. don't need to. And they absolutely will not now. And yeah. I don't even know how I'd feel about that if they should, if they went any further yeah, because these kids to. are so young. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think And I'd... someone actually take her napper here with like nailed it. Romantic love ain't anything sexual. Yeah, right. It's you not. Could have oh, a, no. A oh, no, 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 no. Emotional connection. No. To yeah. no. And those are that. Yeah. And that kind of love, by the way, is way more powerful. And than, lasts. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Than yeah. just, than just, yeah. And no. I think that was a big moment for Geta too, that I took is like Roa literally played a song just for him. Yeah. Right. I mean, like yeah. what, what's more like romantic or like emotional in that moment if you have having those feelings on that. Yeah, T would know that in right. New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a seducer, this guy. You think I'm a seducer? <laughs> Wait till you meet me. What can team. I say? But I really like Roa's progression overall in this episode. <laughs> Loved it. I yeah. really, like, yeah. I know you, Dill, like, you didn't take it as he was being genuine a lot of the time. I really, I really do feel he was yeah. in a lot of those scenes. And then he tries to play it off, like, yeah. Uh, it, it was, he, uh, yeah. he also does classic Roa, though, that we've seen in these few episodes where he is a D-bag. Yeah, oh, right. Absolutely. And so when he calls Roman, right, she's like, okay, I'm kind of busy, right? And she's still trying to kind of, you know, prove herself or at least not make steps back, especially with Rook, mm-hmm. of like doing stuff behind their back, which I'm glad she told them right away that Roa right. called her and that's why she left. Right. But mm-hmm. he goes, he guilts her into, oh, well, my house is still smelling like curry. So you're going to get over and here like, or fine. not? Because I need sure. you right now. And then she has to go over there. So, yeah. like, he does that those things that are just not, yeah. which are not good. I do enjoy the fact that they tied that back in. Like, there had to be repercussions for them literally blowing his The whole, out. remember, the whole apartment building. Yes. It wasn't just, just his apartment. Flood, yeah. yeah. So, it's like, yeah, let's tie that back in with him guilt-tripping her and manipulating yep. her. And that's what and he does. And that's what he does. Yep. Like yeah, they don't have a healthy uh, family dynamic. No, they don't. He's still a manipulator. As much as I've grown to love him, he's absolutely still a manipulator. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 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 Um... Well, I guess we'll go back to some donations. Yeah. yeah. Do you want some of the links, or do you want me to go over to YouTube? Um, a couple YouTube ones. Sure. We'll take a couple from YouTube. We get to all of them, so thank you guys. And then we are going to soon make our predictions on yeah. the chair. Teenex Rail donated a disturbing 666 666 yeah. pounds and said, The Premier League is crazy this season. Happy was Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2, up, yeah. to, up to the second now. Yeah, that was crazy. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys are two more of the soccer fans. You guys yeah. talk about that. Well, no, it's just nuts. So Liverpool lost seven to two to Aston Villa on the same day that my Manchester United and they won the league last year. Right? Yeah, they dominated. They dominated. It wasn't even close. Um, that Manchester United won or lost six to one to Spurs. They <laughs> got murdered. I'm not looking at you anymore. Time but time. we signed Cavani. We signed a few players. Cavani's one of my boys too. Yeah, he's, he's old. Um, but we signed him, and we got drawn into the same Champions League group as PSG. So it'll be fun to beat them twice. But oh. yeah, I, I'm. Um, you know, Premier League has gone off to a crazy start. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see what comes next week. All I know is all my teams suck. Jets, Mets, United—they all just are not good. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
You're not. At least low. you have the Rams. Yeah, I got the Gators too. Yeah. So you have I some got those, teams. I got those two. Jeez, and I have man. the atrocious have, Devils and the Mets. I have the Heat who are going to lose to LeBron. Hey man, you made it to the finals. And I have the Yankees who are going to lose to the Rays. You still made the playoffs. Huh? Can you say playoffs. Uh, you can't say about the Mets? They're it's, sipping cocktails on Staten Island. They're golfing with um, Jonas Espinosa. Yeah, bro. Oh, God. Maybe, yeah. He's, maybe he's in another uh, ranch accident. Oh, my God. Nicholas Horton donated five pounds in. Hi, everyone. Neil is very Noah Kaiba-like, or is it just me? Um, I, uh, I, 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 I thought, yeah, I, I can see the comparison in how the characters look, given their, their size and, and how they I, act. I don't, I don't see it. Um, well, do you, well, you, I don't know. my you, limited knowledge, well, I know Kaiba. But Noah Kaiba. No. You don't have but gotten just, Not just, Mokuba. Like, just regular, like, Kaiba. Oh, regular Kaiba, yeah, definitely Don't not. see it. No, 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 no. But no, Noah Kaiba, I, I can make, you can make more of the case for. Um, but I, yeah, I, I can kind of see where you're coming from with that. With the hacking and the, um, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I've never made the comparison. It's actually a pretty decent comparison. I think the personality is, is slightly different. Neil seems a little more reserved, where Noah seemed to be more, like, kind of enjoy... Noah had more, I think, of a sinister side than we've seen with Neil so far, but still very early on. We might get that from Neil at some point. But interesting comparison. I like that. And thank you for the uh, the donation. Definitely. Yeah. Jack Knight 21 donated $5. Thank you, Jack. And said, what's up, guys? Signed up for Toon Kingdom Ultimate Rare Elimination Tournament. Do you guys think the show could use more serious music in duels? So, that's a good question, Jack. Um, thank you, first of all, for the donation, and good luck in the tournament. Luck, yeah. yeah, you're a great duelist. I'm sure you'll do really good. Um, so, I actually have no, I have not had any issue with the music, to be honest. No, um, I actually really like I the thought music. The, I think the music has been really good. Um, I get what you're saying, the, the serious music in duels. Um, I think if we've gotten serious music, it's been probably when Goha has had scenes, yeah. and those usually don't come in duels. No. Um, but there was also the music that played during the Ushido duel, when Ushido and Rook dueled. I remember that mm-hmm. music being really creepy yes. um, and really yeah. offsetting, as it should have been. Right. So, honestly, Jack, I don't have any issue with the music. I think the duels need to start spicing it up a little bit. Um, I think the duels have been a little repetitive. Yeah. I think they've been a little, dare I say, boring at times. The coolest part of the duel so far are the callbacks to older monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we saw the cats in last week's episode. We saw, you know, a younger mystical elf and Diane Quito, the, the gold digger. Obviously a card from Diane Quito, the, the um, cure master from yeah. the early 2000s. That's been the coolest part of the duels. Not really the action and the exchanges. Some of the summonings have been really cool too. Yeah, yeah. The summoning yeah, chants. But the actual, the actual strategy. Mm-hmm. And Rush Jules is still in, in its infancy stage. So I get that. And I think there has to be a little more leeway because of that. But we do know that in December, Rush Duels are getting a new feature. And I think that's when you're going to start. It could be fusion. It could be something we don't even know. Right. I think that's when you're going to start getting more variety, right. which Rush, yeah. which, which the duels need, I think. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm all for serious music. I mean, I love yeah. the, the soundtracks and, and yeah. music of Reigns. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be fair... There hasn't really been a serious duel in this entire show. Yeah. And yeah. so why do you need serious music if you don't have a serious duel? So I hope as we ramp up then we'll get to like, you know, the end of season one if there is a thing in the yeah. show. That's where if we get in the more impactful duels, maybe against the top of Hexagon, that's where you put that music in. So I have faith that 
usually usually despite your feelings of whatever shows of Yukio, music usually is always there. Yeah, and, and I, I remember that. the music at the end of probably the one of the more serious moments we got at the end of Yuga versus Roa. Remember when when Yuga at the end of one of the episodes, the middle episode, when Yuga was drawing and he had to check if he had seven zero yeah. magician. Yes, yeah. I remember that being actually a pretty tense yes, scene, 100%. and I remember the music being really good during that scene. Yes, no, you're absolutely. I right. think though the the issue that you speak to is that you've had a lack of these serious moments, yeah. and Sevens has had a lack of right. these serious moments. So mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah, but. And, and Blue made a comment too of like just to be honest, as you said, like these duels just need to be better. I mean, like yeah. from a structure standpoint, they're not really entertaining. They're pretty predictable. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not any like holy like wow moment that really happens. Mm -hmm. You, how much longer can you rely on nostalgic callbacks True. before well, it gets really, really old? For me, that stuff will never get old. Yeah. I just know that. But for me. if that's but, all it is, isn't that kind of the icing with no cake? Like, there's just nothing. There's no substance. Right. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that I have not been entertained at all. No, I, I wouldn't yeah. go to that so I, level yeah. Of, yeah. of harshness on it. But I do think that there is definitely. A, a redundancy with these yeah. duels, but I also think that you have to give the show a break because we've been used to shows building on an existing game since 2003. Yeah, and, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens is not that. Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens is trying to establish its own version of this game. This this game is not Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, the, the, the way that they are right. dueling is not Yu-Gi-Oh! It is Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush Duel. It is a completely different yeah. game that we've been used to for 15, 20 years. And I think because of that, you have to understand that and give it a little more leeway as it builds up. I think it's very good that we have confirmation that a new mechanic is coming in December. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge, and I think that's going to be able to spice it up a little bit. But the whole first season just establishing the game of Rush Duels, which is what the show is trying to do from a story point, and Konami's trying to do from a game point, yeah. I think you have to give a little more leeway No, that, that's, that's a really fair yeah. point. Mm -hmm. And it adds to also at the end of the episodes, they always have like uh, Rook and Yuga's like voice yeah. actors there. Card spotlights. To know it's a card yeah. spotlights, and they also like demonstrate if a new mechanic or something happens. They're like, oh, this is how this effect on this card works. So that is a good point of like, they are trying to sell an entire new thing. So yeah. it yeah. takes time to get that traction. So that's yeah. a good point. But at the same time, I have no problem, and I've said it, yeah. Five minutes earlier, saying the duels do feel redundant yeah. and a little boring at times. Yeah, yeah. I w I'm gonna go out on a limb, and, and you people can call me a fake Yu-Gi-Oh fan and whatever, but I would say this show. I would say most of the duels, even though there were a few lackluster ones, have kept me more entertained than probably about sixty to seventy percent of the ones from Brains. I can't watch two to three episode duels; it just doesn't captivate me. So that is that's a huge comment right there, and that's exactly why the duels are the way that they are. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are like me, and and like Blue Maiden, because I, I know Blue, she's a very good friend, and I know she's watched at probably every Yu-Gi-Oh!, I think every Yu-Gi-Oh!, a, a veteran fan, where you're more of a newer fan to the franchise, yeah. and that's exactly why these duels are the way that they are. And most people that's watching Sevens Up right now and that watches my Sevens content are probably veteran fans of the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, right. and so you're used to a certain style of dueling, but for the newer fans, for the fan base that they are trying to bring into the game over in Japan and eventually over in European and American markets, yeah. you're the fan that they're targeting. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. if you feel that way, I, I guarantee you that most people that are newer to the game, not the, the veteran fans like me, mm -hmm. completely agree with you. Yeah.
Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm more, as a newer fan like Nick yeah. T, I'm actually on the opposite side of it. I really like, and maybe that's because I watch a lot of TV, and so like when you have a multiple part finale, I love that shit. Right. And oh, so yeah. when, when you're building that up and it's going back and forth of like one episode ends and the heroes are on top, and then the villains, and then it, like, and it goes back and forth, I like that kind of stuff. So for me, I, I kind of miss that. I, I, really longer yeah. duels. Yeah. I will say, I mean, there was a solid maybe 30, 35, 40% of duels from brains where I'm like really like engaged, you know, yeah. like the, the, um, soul burner, uh, revolver well, duel like was... had me at the edge of my seat. Yeah. One of the you best know, like there was, there was a lot yeah. of duels that were that way, but I would probably say a majority of them just like, I kind of skipped through. I'm like, Oh, I'll, like I'll stop and watch like a sequence because this is really interesting and really captivating. But for the most part, I'm just trying to get from point to point to point until I can get some plot, some good dialogue, some good animation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think again, in the same realm of a newer Yu-Gi-Oh fan as opposed to a veteran, as yeah. you would call it. I I like the shorter duels. I like the... Oh, I am going to punch you. Now, yeah. I, I was with you and now it's... Yeah, the, the little... <laughs> the, um, I personally... Like, I, I didn't dislike the multi-part duels, like, you know, maybe a couple episodes. The problem is it was just too frequent. I feel like so many duels in Vrains like that we watched that. were just too long. Like, there were a lot of duels where we were like... In Vrains. In, in Vrains, yeah. specifically. Because, but, like, we would watch a duel and I'd be like... I'd be like, okay, this is getting close to the end. And then the duel would end and I'd be like... I mean, the episode would end and I'd be like, this is still going on? And, like, obviously there were some that were very captivating, like you yes. said. Like, there were duels that I was sitting there and I was like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Episode ends and you're like, oh crap. I want to watch the next one already because yeah. that was so good. But you can get through so many more plot points with the shorter duels, I think. And I think that's what helps push this story so much more, like so much further and how we're saying they can take this in so many different directions because we're only 18 episodes in. There's so much plot infused in the, in the show already that there's so many different ways things can happen as opposed to being on our third duel of the show and it's the third part of that duel, and you're kind of like, okay, we've barely even gotten out of, made a right turn in the show so far, because there's been 10 episodes of multi-part duels. Right. I, so I, I think there's, there is a, there's a median somewhere, though. I think at some point in Sevens, it would be cool to have somebody be like, oh, like, if you really want Rush Rules to stay around... Try beating me in a master duel first, or something like that, where they have to I kind of switch that. back yeah. and forth. Yeah, that. because then if it's a two-part duel, we're like, wow, like this is kind of refreshing because the duel doesn't end in ten minutes. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yes. So I think, I think there's a good happy medium that can be found between the two, but I don't think that'll happen in the first season. I think this is definitely the rush duel push, where every episode that has a duel is a rush duel. Right, and that makes sense. Right, but I think there's going to be a happy. At meeting. the end of the day, they are selling a product. Yes, right, exactly. Um, so it's, it's, it's got to push Rush Duels at least first, foremost, at least in the first season. Yes, but um, yeah, I do agree. I would like to see a longer format duel at least a few times throughout the series. Yeah, but for season one, it's got to be Rush Duels. Yeah, um, no, I. Yeah, could I point out a comment here? Of course. Yeah. So I actually think Church of Flapple makes a uh, a really good point. He goes. I think the appeal of these duels in Sevens is the various duel styles that are shown and associated with, like, the different duelists. So he goes, for example, Roa sacrifices high-level monsters to summon higher-level monsters. 
Roman is all about life point manipulation. Yuga is about versatility with the elements. Rook is more of an OTK style. Gakuto is about like kind of a control slash lockdown. Yeah. And so I guess that is the appeal of this style so far of like having these distinct ways that each of mm -hmm. these duelists operate. I think that can be the appealing part. So that's actually a good point. Yeah, and I, I think that I think that's a great point. I think there yeah. I've seen a couple people be critical and say that a lot of the duels just feel very similar, which I don't fully agree with that. I just think that when we see these duelists, there's not as much flair the second or third time that we see right, them. Right, yeah, the, the duelist gets locked in their style yeah. for several duels in right. a row. And that's why this episode was great, because yeah. you finally don't focus on those three characters. Right. You don't focus on Yugo, Rook, or Roman. Perfect. Yep, give, give, some, give other characters the spotlight. Right. Right. So yep. that was really good. Um, but yeah, I, I will say that through 18 episodes of Reigns compared to Sevens, Sevens has concluded, I think, 16 duels. Yu-Gi-Oh! Vrains in 18 episodes probably finished maybe seven or eight duels. So in yeah. 18 episodes, we've had double the amount of duels in Sevens mm -hmm. as compared to Vrains. Right. I'm not saying one is better than the other. You speak to a happy medium, maybe 12 sure. duels in that time would be perfect sure. and what a lot of people would like. Yeah. But it is interesting. It's also 13s in the middle, not, not 12. <laughs> I got something stuck in my throat. Um, but yeah, an interesting debate. We've had a lot of interesting conversations yeah. Yeah. tonight. Yeah, sure, um, yeah. Go back to some donos. Absolutely. Ice Eden donated $2 and said, what two characters would you like to see duel? Hmm. For me, I actually said it before we went live to Pete. I think it was before you two got here. Maybe. Roa versus Neil. Roa, yeah. Roa, Roa versus Neil. And then right behind that, if they're two separate beings... And if, I guess if Otis is a, a person, Otis versus Mr. Goha, I'd love to say. Yeah. Those are my top two desires right now. Okay. I think um, I think Rook versus Roa would be a really cool dynamic. Yeah. And that would be one yeah. where it's kind of two characters that are very well liked by the audience. Yeah. Yep. So you have Roa, who everyone I Don't think is it. being more... Oh, sorry. No, it's still... <laughs> oh, okay. Roa, who is like, you know... He's starting to become a more well-known character for us. Like, we're getting a little more background. We're starting to, like... I feel like everyone starts to like him a little bit more. And then Rook, who's been a fan favorite since the beginning. So, you see that? I caught this guy. I'm happy. Um, but <laughs> he... Um, I think that that would be a really cool dynamic. Just because it would be hard for you to root for one or the other, almost. Yeah. Obviously, the plot could change that. But I think, at this standpoint... Rook versus Roa would be one where you wouldn't really know who to root for. And then Roman versus Roa would just have a really cool dynamic. Agreed. So those I would like be that. the two that I would like. Nick T. I agree. Rook Roa would be awesome. Again, yeah. For the same exact reasons Calvary stated. But I also think probably one of my higher up ones there is Roa Roman. Roa Roman. Um, because yeah. I think, and it's even though we we're getting a more likable version of Roa than we had in the past... We still have not yet broken that spell of manipulation yeah. that Roa holds over Roman. Yep. I think we need a. I would like to see a duel where Roman really sets the record straight and like lets it known be known that like Roa can no longer manipulate her. Yeah, that's a that's a big pick, Pete. Roa Roman is definitely one up there. I want to see Yuga go against Otis, and yeah. either mm. either from two perspectives. One, he turns out to be a villain, and so he has to duel against him. Or two, it's more of a uh, kind of master and uh, student relationship. Yes. Where they're dueling to teach Yuga something further that he needs to fight Mr. Goha or something like that. So I think that would be a real interesting dynamic considering that 
since he was a kid, and I know he's still a kid, but like five, six years ago, like his whole journey Yuga has been kickstarted by Otis, and he's kind of the avatar for this dream that Otis wants. Yeah. And so having those two characters kind of test their skills against each other, I think it would be really fascinating for them to learn against each other, especially for Yuga. Definitely. Agreed. Yeah. And also, I mean, that's kind of how you might get from student to king of duels. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you could be the king if you could beat me. Exactly. So, so he would beat him, like, in actually, in person, not just his yes, hologram, in like, person. In, in the beginning of the show. Yeah. Where, obviously, he's going to be an even better duelist in person, because it, if it's him alive, because I know we had that big conversation, yeah. but if it's him alive... He's probably more in control than whatever AI he was facing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Kate said she wants Gakuto, Gakuto duel someone insane and win. And Gakuto needs to win. Man. I would love him to see it get a big win. Just yeah, for Gakuto. She also said Roe Ro Roman for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I want Gakuto to get a win too. He won't. No. Well, what do you mean? Of course I do. I just said it. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah, lying. You're lying through I'm not lying through my teeth. How, I, how good would we be to Roe Roman, but we but we treat it like. Because the show would totally do this. It's like the duel is over. Who cleans the apartment that weekend? And so, it's just, and so that's that's the stakes on the line. I could see that. Yeah, me too. Roa loses, but then still goes. I'm still I'm too good for that anyway. Yeah, so he just refuses yeah. to do it. Them. Or Gakuto wins, and it's like I just know I'll do it best anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's the man that can do everything. I know he can so. do everything but duel, and that that's yeah. fine. And that's fine. I, I think that's a good identity for him to have. He needs a win, man. He, he does need a decent win. Yeah. Wait, I would like to see Gakuto win. I that's uh, yeah. That's that was not at all convincing. No, 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 well, I I think in the right situation, I think yeah. a Gakuto win would be really cool. All right, his it, new his new ace his new ace is awesome. I'll give yeah. him that. Yes. It's just Yame Ruler riding a black Yame horse. That makes a difference. I mean, that black horse does make a difference, dude. Um. Anyway. I think we're going to pause on the donations for now. Thank awesome. you guys so much. I hope you're enjoying the new camera. I hope you're enjoying the multifaceted um, footage. And if you're not, or you have any suggestions, please let me know. We are going to make our prediction. We're, we're yeah. typing it in. You got Sebastian or draw no result. And if you want to make your prediction, please email the Pick'em League. Right in the chat. I'm going to type in the one with Kate, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that one doesn't include Calico. All right. Let me know when you're ready. And please make your uh, predictions in the comments as well. Can you, can you, somebody just text here? Why? In it, so I He's know so popular, is. dude. No, we have, I have like a chat, I feel like, with all of you guys just missing one person. Yeah, yeah. I agree. We're, we're probably all numbers, and you don't even have our names there. <laughs> yeah, who's this seven? <laughs> That's all of us. All right, let me know when yeah. you're ready. We're ready, bro. Wait, right. wait, what are the names of the people doing? Yuga or... Chair or Sebastian. Yeah, I was to say, I need his name. Or draw no result. <laughs> I told Pete to dehumanize in the entire episode. Alright, three, two, one, send. Alright, that's surprising. Oh, I like the way Nick T said it. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Why did you say that's um, The standings so far, I, I gotta update them again. I believe Pete is 15 and 1. Nick T fourteen and two. Me and Cal are thirteen and three. Kate is twelve and four. So we're all pretty. I like uh, that in a line. Pretty yeah, we're all pretty tight knit right now, yeah. and we're all making the playoffs. With still like fifty playoffs. or sixty more duels playoffs. left, eh, there's definitely a lot of room oh, to change. Um, who are you picking? Oh, we're just going to me. I'll start it. I never start it. Okay, go. Um, I'm picking Yuga. This is probably one of the more simple picks. Until I have a reason to pick against Yuga, 
Um, you know, un unless Yuga or Rook are dueling one of the main four, or a notable villain, like, well, Roa is not a villain, a rival, like Roa, or Neil, or Mr. Goha, or Otis, I'm not even going to think about these picks. Um, because, uh, let's be honest, this one is kind of a joke. I know in the preview, the massage chair was using monsters that actually looked really, really sinister. Like, there was one monster where, like, it's, I guess it's effect or attack. It was just a big zipper with, like, a purple aura around it and it unzipped and, like, a mouth came out. That's dope. Yeah, so it was, it actually was a really creepy looking deck that this massage chair plays. Mm -hmm. But listen to what I just said. A massage chair. Come on, guys. Yuga wins. Don't even at. worry about yeah. it. It's an easy point. Yeah. Where are we take, at? Take your point and look for next week. Now, do you think he's going to try and lure Yuga into the seat and trap him? Yeah, that's how the massage chair is getting them down to the basement. That's oh, like, like you sink this. into the chair? Like he just says, come take a seat. Relax, Yuga. Relax. That's, that's exactly how they get them down into the lair. That's cool. actually what the summary is. Rook will probably sit on the first. Are you serious? I swear to God. The episode 19 summary is like, Yuga and Rook noticed a massage chair outside of Yuga's Sevens Road Laboratory. As they were using it, the massage chair dragged them down. That's oh. amazing. Well, Cal, do you, do you right. work for the show? Uh, <laughs> I work for Konami. I'm you not, I'm not even kidding. The summary yeah, is something along those lines. But I'm picking Yuga as well. Okay. We do um, not have the summary for episode 20. We don't know what's next, unfortunately. Right. So, yeah, so I'm picking Yuga. Basically, I'm not sure I need to um, really go into it. Yep. He's dueling massage chair. Um, so, <laughs> Nick T, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what if, if I could say, if there's anything left to be said. I mean, I yeah, Yuga way. is dueling a massage chair. Just, like Dylan said, like, take your win. Like, this is this is the one. This is the easy pick. The only know? way you don't get a point for this duel is if you just don't submit your pick in time. Exactly, just pick. Yeah. Just, I mean, just you, can do, you can do... I, for all the people saying, like, unofficially this and that, I, I did the, you know... Uh, exclamation point pick them go you got you got to be official i mean you got to be official. i mean if you were official you could be in the running for a playstation yeah, 5 you could still right. jump in we're, 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 we're talking we're totally talking about free. a 500 dollar prize for the winner of this so be official get in the contest it's not too late yeah and um, yeah, don't sit out on this one right oh wow well, that, <laughs> that was good that was dude. good that was good no but i do have to say um it just doesn't make it would not make <laughs> sense for him to like flat out lose maybe you, you could possibly possibly try to make an argument for some draw no result but there's no way Yuga's losing. It's just not going to happen. You can't make an argument for that to happen. I think if it happens, it well, happens. No, yeah, if it happens, that's what I mean, though. Like, you can maybe see, like, eh, I can see it happening, like, in some tiny percentage. Yeah. But there's zero chance that Yuga loses. I can't. I was genuinely a little worried about Rook versus the cat dude. Yeah. I was decently worried about Roa versus Geta. Yeah. Um, and we saw both of the things I was worried about actually play. Throw where Roa, yeah. Roa didn't care about the stipulation of losing. And he was like, ah, I don't really care. I'll hear about right. it later. Yeah. And Rook was in his own head. So those two things I got right. Luckily, I stayed with the right result. But right. this is one where I don't see this being a, an issue. It's yeah. not an issue at all. Yeah. Pete, I'm going to shock you, and I'm going to pick Yuga. Um, just, I mean, come on. It's just, as as many ways as I try to, like, massage my mind to, like, make uh, it seem massage. like the chair is going to win. You see that? Like, there, there's, really I, I want to say that I, I'll just say it right here. I will lose all respect for Yuga if he loses to a freaking chair. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. So you cannot, as the protagonist, uh, lose to a freaking chair. It just, yeah, it yeah. just can't happen. Yeah. I don't care if it's well, Neil's chair and it it, it somehow well, talks. Well, don't get angry. I mean, it's it not just, gonna happen. No, I just I don't want that. I think P needs to relax. Dude. I'm <laughs> aggravated that I have to watch a whole episode of a chair dueling. 
That's what I'm aggravated about. Listen, I understand that frustration. Yeah, but um, now, while we're on the topic, sure. massage chairs. Oh, we'll never get. Oh, Honestly, the you're, not, you're not just getting comfy chairs. You're getting massage chairs. For uh, he's putting words in my mouth. Now, Kate made her pick, right? <laughs> yes. She wrote yeah, in the group message. Yeah. She wrote Yuga, I'm sure, yeah. So Kate picked Yuga. Are you in the group message? I was, but I wrote Yuga and then I left. Right. I will read the 19 summary and cast for those interested since we're on the topic. The one who is a throne. A massage chair showed up out of nowhere in front of the road laboratory. As Yuga okay. and company were trying the chair out and having a nice massage, they were suddenly sent underground. A massage chair named Sebastian emerged from the darkness, proclaiming itself as Neil's butler and throne. Thus began the duel between Yuga and the King of Chairs. Oh, the King of Chairs. The ca- Yuga, Rook, Gakuto, Roman, Kaizo, Neil, Sebastian, and extras. So no Mimi in this episode, no Otis, but we are getting Seba- uh, We are getting Neil, which will be really Wait, cool. Wait, we have another king. Another yeah, so we have, obviously, chairs. the King of Games is the original Yugi. The King of Duels is, you know, what they're racing for. And then we have the King of Chairs. So that's why this should be Rook. So at least he can get sort of a... Um, he can get a throne to sit on? Yeah, like, well, like hey, I wish him a call prize. A um, consolation prize. prize. Yeah. Oh, so he, so he can be the new King of Chairs? Exactly. Can you be the King of Chairs if you're not a chair, though? Mm, yeah, why not? Well, Cal wants you know, him to be the chair. Pete doesn't seem like he wants to contribute. Oh, you know what I'm talking well, about. Well, like the lion's the Pete, king of the jungle, and by the he's way, not the jungle. Pete, Pete's taking off next week, by the That's way. He put, in a, he put in a request. Oh, <laughs> That's a good point. Right? I, we do have the, the title for next podcast. What is it? It's Chair Everything. It has to be. Okay. Oh, There's yeah. no way you can't so 19 Chair that. Everything. Dude, yeah, they, they, people deserve that kind of fan service. Yeah, absolutely. And that's um, fan service for us. That's, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I guess we will. I mean, we don't really have much to say about nineteen. We're not analyzing it. Yeah, um, we're not going to waste oh, your time. One, hold on, Ridiculous. we'll read. We'll read the rest of the. Donations. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to say. Not only is Yuga not going to lose to a chair, you really think our main protagonist will like lose to a our current like antagonist Butler? Right. Yeah. Even war, like even like same level. He's not losing to a Butler. Losing <laughs> all respect. If that yeah. happens. Don't. I will say this, and I will leave you on this. Okay. Don't underestimate AIs in Yu-Gi-Oh. I'll yeah. leave you on that. They also did another six 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 reference in the six gigabytes with the six gig the six point yeah. six G's of yeah, service. Or, yeah. yeah, which I mean, I want to live in Doha. I, know. I want to live in Doha yeah, City with that kind of service. We're only at five G right now. Yeah, six point six. Six point. So they keep doing it. Six. They six, keep doing six, it. And also, six. if Yuga wins, which he should, we're three now. We're three now. But we don't even have to worry about six losses. I know, right I know. <laughs> yeah, that's it's why... It's not even close. Even in the beginning of this episode, Rook was like, we have six losses, we don't have to worry about anything. Like, and they uh, don't. Yeah. Now, well, he said, well, we just don't lose six times. Yeah. That's how we do it. And, they're, and he's right. Just, yeah. He's right. He's, he's right. just he's a man to the point. Just don't lose six times. Just don't lose six times. That's easy. Brother. Easy. Uh, easy. Is it that easy? Easy money. Easy. As they would say, it is easy peasy lemon squeezy. Lemon squeezy. Get Get <laughs> Gakuto's gonna lose five times. Um, <laughs> I can see that. Hey. Um, hey. That. We'll read some more donations. Yeah, let's wow. go. Yes. More donos. Nicholas yeah. came back and donated five pounds and said, "How?" And we talked about this earlier. How about if Otis and Mister Goha were once one person and then they became two people? So yeah, a different variation. Of what we talked. So about. Yeah, we definitely touched on that, Nicholas. Um, or like. Otis is the avatar of Mr. Goha. That'd be mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, at least for me, it would be insane. I would like that a lot. There's definitely a deep relationship between the two. Maybe. How? I don't know. I I, yeah. I, I, th- I think he's a former disgruntled executive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like the direction it was going in, and he was like, "All right, well, now I'll." 
create a secret way that one day someone will come along and... And that's why he doesn't speak yeah. at the meetings. He's the usurper. Yeah. He just goes... Ha, ha, ha. But he still points out what he needs his people to do. Well, because he wants the... Paper. Yeah. He pointed right to you. Yeah, dude, he knew. Lead him in the right direction, you know. Um, You're still going to hold on to that, are you? I am. Next donation. Nicholas, thank you so much, man. Electric Kevin donated his five Australian dollars. My friend from Aussie land. Thank you, Kevin. And he said, was that o- Ojama Pink? Ojama Pink, yeah. yeah. It, it's a car now, LOL. So glad that Chaz is getting new support. The next set is called Lightning Overdrive. Any early wishes slash predictions? Um, I assume he's talking about the actual yeah, TCG. TCG. I'm trying to think. Kevin, thank you first and foremost for the donation. Yeah, I saw Ojama Pink uh, get a card, so... Chaz is getting support, which is really cool. Um, I don't really have any predictions. We had the the GX cover, and we had... What was the other show that had the cover? Arc 5, right? So my early prediction is that it'll be one of the other four shows that is on the cover and that is featured. As for characters, I I don't really know. Um, I would love to see... Um, what's that archetype in Zexel that never got printed? Eliphas. Eliphas, his archetypes. The, uh, not Amon... I can't remember the, the monsters that he used. But you probably know what I'm talking about. The number monsters. Um, not the numbers, but the ranks. I can't I can't remember. Whatever deck Olyphus used, though. Um, new Orders, New Orders, New Orders. Thanks, 10th. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see New Orders printed. Um, I don't know if that'll be what's featured. I'm just thinking of anime cards that haven't been printed. Lightning mm-hmm. Overdrive, maybe maybe um, Legius Armados finally get printed. That would be awesome. Because I don't think they've been printed yet. So that would be really cool. Love those cards. Lightning, and then I could finally do what I wanted to do. Take over the world. Take over the world. That's right. But but Electric Kevin, thank you, man, for the donation and the question. Jack nine twenty one came back, donated five dollars. Thank you, Jack. Hey guys, could uh, hey guys, you should watch Cobra Kai when you have time. If you like Karate Kid, it's a continuation, which Mm -hmm. yes, it is. And also, currently X Zero and any other shows worth watching? Question mark. Um. I'm loving Fire Force right now. That's like the only other show besides Sevens that I'm watching on a weekly basis. Uh, the show is great. I mean, it, it's super enjoyable. Uh, if you like Shonen's, heard good things. Yeah, I would absolutely give it a shot. And thank you for the Cobra Kai request. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Think, I'm not watching anything weekly right now, so I can't really give any. Um, but yeah, I heard Cobra Kai's Cobra Kai's awesome. Yeah, I've, I love I've Karate Kid. So I've been meaning to watch it to be honest. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on Netflix now. It's on Netflix. Yeah, they've moved it over to Netflix. Cool. Yeah. I just saw like the like the advertisement for it. Yeah. Like, I've thought about it. watching it. Um, I like Karate Kid. I mean, you know, I'm not like a huge, huge fan of it, but I like it. Yeah, but yeah. if I have time, I definitely might take that suggestion. Right now, I'm watching a ton of shows. One of them is Titan Season 2, so I'm trying to get through that. I think at any given time, you're always watching. like Yeah, least, at least like 15 uh, shows. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep them rotating. He's a monster. Yeah. You got you to get monster. that entertainment in, you know? And I got, I got WandaVision coming up at the end of this year. Probably not The Witcher, but Mandalorians this month. I mean, we got good things. We're finally here. getting some content though yeah. for uh, like teasing towards season two of Witcher. Yeah, which I'm really excited towards. I'm I mean, excited. I the Instagram and like we got Geralt's new getup, and uh, that'll be good. It's gonna be fun. Do you know the girl that plays Siri is 19? I can see no. that. And I, that was, well, that's which is pretty, well, well, she's got a baby face, so and, you know she's trying to play a 12 year old. Yeah, but well, she yeah. pulls it off. She pulls it off. She really does. Well, now she's. I guess when when filming, she was probably a little yeah. bit younger. But yeah, she's nineteen now, which is. I found How much is she growing at nineteen? Probably not. Probably so, not, yeah. when you when you have that that good skin, you you're gonna look young forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Goose, 
Goose. Donated three dollars and said, Goose. "Sending positive vibes and kindness to, to everyone." Thank you, Goose. That's become the new Iron Blooded Orphans donation. Every single stream. Thank you, Goose. Ten dozen in honor of Matt because Matt, I don't think yeah, Matt's around every now and again. Every now and then, he's in the Discord. He is. Oh no, I know. He's yeah, he's a great dude. Obviously, he actually came by my Twitch stream the other day. Oh yeah, he's he's a very good dude. Um, that was like the Vrains thing, and now sending love and kindness to everyone yeah. is the... It's, a, it's another good one. Seven it's thing. another great yeah. one. Absolutely. Thank you, Goose. Right back at you as always. Thank you so much for the donation, man. Thank you, dude. Jack. And for the five gifted subs last night. Thank you. Yes. Jack921 once again donated $5. Jack! And he said, I think 5Ds did a good job with plot and duels while not taking too long of turns like Brains. Yeah. So far from what I've watched of 5Ds, yes, I would agree okay. with that. Mm -hmm. It definitely is a better start than Brains. Give it that. I 100% agree with that. I mean, five, five Ds for me was a, a really, really good balance of character interaction, dueling action, yeah, emotion, that, emotion. Five, D, five Ds did it really well. I, I completely agree with you, Jack, wholeheartedly. It's the place to be. Our and friend. Neither of them have. Well, Nixie's watched it a little bit, but Nixie's there. He's there. You catch up to you. Watch what. And five then, days. then, then we got some plans. I have our friend and the only guest of this Sevens podcast so far is Legendary Duel. Legendary Duel. And he donated $5. And he Thank said, you, Jason. I would like to see Rook versus Roa would be exciting to see. Uh, that's what you two said. Yeah, I mean, that, that's and probably... exciting. Exciting. I like that. Yeah, I love that. Legendary, thank you so much for the donation. The guy that makes my review thumbnails. Haven't done a review in two weeks now, but so. they'll be back returning with the chair episode. Um... Mm -hmm. JC, you're a great dude. We hope to have you on again very soon. Yes, At the JC. moment, you're the only Sevens Up guest. Hopefully that changes at some point, but, you know, with COVID, who knows? Um, I will say that Rook versus Roa, if it happened tomorrow, I'd probably pick Roa to win. Me too. I think that's a, a good character yeah. for Rook to get his first loss against. Yeah, yes. I think it'd be really good. Yeah. But yeah. That, that, that's tough. That's a It'd tough, be a great duel. Yeah. Hopefully that happens. That's on the wish list. Yes, yeah. Thank you, JC, for the donation. Seriously. <laughs> I just man. love the Shadow Realm. Just He tries to quote you, and he just goes, the brains hater? Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that has become synonymous with legendary. <laughs> and he doesn't hate brains for those actually wonders. No. He, like, he just has you know some disagreements about it, especially Yusaku. That's especially Yusaku. Okay. Which is totally fine. Yeah, and okay. Wondering Soul. Donated five dollars. Said, "Do you guys think that Yuga will have to duel someone again in order to rewrite this new uh, like mechanism machine coming to Rush Duel? Oh. Kind of like Otis. Like kind of added in again. A hologram of like Zane. Yeah. yeah, upgrade. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking at first when I think it was you, Pete, who said that you he would have to duel Otis again in order to get like this next piece to yeah. the puzzle, you know. And I think." doing that with the new mechanism that's coming in December would make a lot of sense. Yeah, totally Where he agree. runs into it and it's like, all right, you've made it this far, but there's something else you're going to need if you really want to be able to take this to the next level, to make yeah. it last forever, to take down Goha's strict rules and everything. Here's this, and he plays the mechanism first and he's like, try it out. Yeah, I think and that'd be awesome. It. That'd be that's really a great cool. way to do it. Like, hey, you're going to need fusion summing to defeat Goha. He like, he like he throws he throws a card he throws a card at him and just goes try and use this yeah like, he's like the tutorial me. version right yeah. Yeah. yeah and the hologram is clearly based off of Zane Truesdale I would love Hell to see that honestly no, no that'd be awesome though that'd be so that'd be sick awesome but it's not gonna happen <laughs> thank uh, yeah thank Zane you wondering Truesdale. soul I I agree with these guys I think that would be really cool yeah. not sure if they'll do it that way but it would make sense it would make sense you have four donations of this. 
On the link? On the yeah. link. Thank the you, link. guys. You should start with 10th. That should be in chronological, should be the first no, one. No, I think there's one more before that, no? No, is this Entame? I only have two on my end. 10th uh, should be a 10th, an Entame, another 10th, and a already. goose. No, another Entame. Yeah, there should be another one, and then a goose. There should be so two ten, oh, yeah. down ten more. That's yeah. Yeah. I suck. 10th, thank you for the $1 donation. Nick T still owes me gingerbread from the gingerbread stream. I don't recall that though. We have to. Yeah. We gotta play back. We gotta play back that. We'll yeah. play back the tape. Check the vibe. I know he said he said Check that. The this is location. It's so remember. it's so cool that Entame like I'll say Entame. You don't need to donate. I mean, I'm sure if you comment, we actually honestly should be donating to Entame. Well, I'm, I I am absolutely going to Entame again, subbing the episodes on a weekly basis. Um, the way Geta framed his confession, saying the sentence the way he did in Japan in Japanese. Is very much a confession. Ah. Japanese audience took it me to mean romantic. Personally, however, I also think Roa does not reciprocate. Friend zone song, haha. So, so that so basically, Entame she, saying that it, it's one sided, but there is some romance. Entame is saying that the way it was worded in in Japanese language, obviously she is someone who is very fluent in that language. It's supposed to be interpreted as romantic. Wow, so there I, you go. I, that does clear things up. Like, I like the fact that, like, in that... Because the source language matters, right? Of so, course. like, mm-hmm. the way it's in, it would be interpreted in that language makes all the difference. The friend zone song, I love that. I you, like you've that. hit some women at the friend zone song before. I think of uh, Magic 8-Ball. That is... Not, none, no part of that... Very few parts of that, that song has, That has me. to do with your, your... A guy friend. That had feelings for you. No, you know? no that's But that had to do with a guy friend. Part of it has to do with the guy. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah. I, we're saying the same thing. But not a... Um, Tenth Emperor, me. thank you for the one Tao has donation. been friend-zoned many times. I so personally the feel like these two hiatuses <laughs> made it feel like we should have more going on since it's been so long. But realistically, we aren't far in by any means. I feel like we got a little spoiled with Reigns throwing us straight in. Great yes. point Tenth makes there, and that goes back to, you know, talking about the duels maybe being a little lackluster at mm-hmm. times. Even though this show started in, in April... And it's been going on for six months. We're only 18 episodes in. We've, it, we should be at, like, episode 28, missed, 29. Yeah, yeah. We missed 10 weeks. So I weeks. think, I, again, I think at some points, you know, you do have to take a deep breath and say, yeah. we Everything's going to be all right. It's all every little thing. It's going to be okay. Right. Ten, thank you, man. Great point. He said okay. He said okay. He literally That's messed fine. up the it's word. And then, and then Goose. 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 Seven, Goose. Seven, seven, seven. Thank you, wow. Omi. The duel results like cleaning the house when you lose just makes it much more fun. I think Yuga will win this one. Imagine if beating Dylan in a card game meant free dinner. I like the inclusion of a potential queer character. It promotes growth. It definitely does. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a nice sign of um, I definitely agree. Based off what Entame said, I mean, that's how they were. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of how it seemed like it would. Uh, yeah. You have, before we jump over back to YouTube, 10th just donated again over there. So. Thank you, 10th. How would you feel if Otis was not Seto Kaiba, but Yugi Moto looking to retire and find a successor? Keku. I would not like that no. at all. Because it looks too much like Seto. It's blue eyes. No. It would be too much. Ten. It's a troll. You said Keku. He wrote Kek W. It, How's that pronounced? It's a twitch emote. Kek I know it's w. a twitch emote. It all, it, That's it, how it's it, pronounced. It com- Kek W. Yeah. Yeah, because it comes from Kek, which is like how you would type out like LOL in Japanese. Uh, yeah. Not Japanese, excuse me, Korean. And then, and, then d- and the W is what makes it a an emote. You want to keep going? That was it. Oh, okay. You have anything to say? Nope. Does that have to do with Pepe? No, it's not Pepe really hands. Pepe. Yeah. Okay. Different thing. I don't understand Twitch culture. 
Yeah, I mean, it didn't start off in our Twitch, Twitch culture. Reference. I mean, the, the Keck W is what makes it Twitch culture, but Keck yeah. is pre-Twitch. Yes. He is correct. I had to look this up because I didn't understand it. <laughs> Not today, but like a couple yeah, weeks ago. you can't ago. dive into that culture, man. And I was it's like, what does this mean? I think I'm just going to let you guys I still don't understand. Do you mean? Huh? I still don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a way of, st- instead of no, saying hello. out. <laughs> Is he just trying to be out of this, dude? He's just sitting, our, he's our sitting out it's of Cal, the camera. It's Cal Everything. This is our stream now. Welcome to Cal Everything. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Um, All right, enough of that. Thank you, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was your whole life in a nutshell right there. That's rough. <laughs> I was there. That's a little revenge for high school. That's, that's all it was. Uh, listen. You got revenge. That's what this episode was about. You got, this episode was about revenge. That was basically our friendship in high school, this episode. That's deep, dude. I love it. That was deep. Um, so anyway, guys, thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday evening. One more. Oh, Novice Gamer donated $5. Novice Gamer, absolute legend of a dude. Thank you so much, Novice. And said, I hope there are more duels with Roa in the future. Rook versus Roa needs to happen. Also, a Rook versus Yuga rematch. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you throw Roa at anyone, maybe except Gakuto, and and that is a really exciting duel. Roa versus Roman would be great. He's really big. No, 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 I'm not. Roa versus Gakuto would be cool, but, like, there's there's no... no, It would be a slaughter. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a slaughter. Not only Um, that, there's no... I feel like there's no... Contention? There's no story right, there. No. Right, there's no with personal With Roman, there's story. something. With Yuga, there's something. And with, with Rook, Rook, there's something. something. Yeah. yeah. So it just wouldn't make that, that wouldn't way. make sense, no. Yeah, that would be the least hyped of the four. But yeah. you throw uh, Roa into any of those three du- characters in a duel, That's completely agree with the Nautilus Gamer. I mean, Roa, much like he does in the episode, he really uh, just steps up every time he's yeah. in an episode and steals the show. I, I said off camera before we started, I said there's something, like, encapsulating about it. Encaptivating. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and captivating. Like, there's just... I don't know what it is, and even when he's acting like an ass, it's just you hang yeah. on like every word of yeah, like he what he does and what he says. Such a charismatic he, character. He, he's very just. He's you just gravitate towards him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more we learn about him, the more like the fangirls and like the the general hype for Ro- Roa makes sense. Yeah. Because we're like, oh, it's it's a, a middle school band, but they have like all these lights and a crowd and people love it. Yeah, it's huge. Even like, adults are famous. Yeah, and like, what's going on here? And then, like, the more we learn about it, I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. I get yeah. it. So, I, I very much agree. Rose, yeah. awesome. I also love that even as a kid, he played on the park bench with those girls. I mean, he yeah. was already. He was a ch- small child. At like six. Child yeah. prodigy. Dude, child prodigy. Cal outside of Harmony. He's just, and he's also just a master of, like, as a child prodigy, to he's just go wrong. into multiple things. Wrong. Like, are we talking about Roa or Cal? Ro- oh, Roa, Roa, but Roa, also yeah. Cal. Okay, okay. Like that he... One and the same. He, right. as a kid, was like, wow, I'm really good at duels, right? And then he was like, ah, I'm bored. You know, because he was he was the top of it in his eyes. So he's yeah. like, ah, oh, I'll move on to something else yeah. then. And they even said even bug catching. Bug catching. Sorry, Don, I was too good at it. Yeah. Dueling. Guitar. Like, he just... He's good at everything. He's good at and everything. he said, why let my talents go to waste? Yeah. I love it. And I love the arrogance so and the cockiness, yeah. but he backs it up. He backs it up. He does that, back that, That's up. the part that you... That's, that's the part enjoyable. that doesn't compare to me. I don't know about that. He backs on, it up. Bro, I can't back on, it up. Come on. Come on. Well, listen, guys. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Thank you for up. making Yu-Gi-Oh! Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's up a part of your Wednesday night routine. You guys are amazing. I hope you had a great night. I hope you had a great time with us. I hope the cameras were cool. Again, just trying to do minor updates to the studio. Yeah. It's not possible without the amazing support that you guys show me on a weekly basis. Thank you so much for coming by. Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's up. Episode 18. Get it got got. Um... <laughs>
My Twitch is right in the chat. If you could follow me over there, we're like six away from um, 900, 900, mm -hmm. which is insane. I think we're actually more like eight or nine. Super Mario 64 speedruns, Fall Guys Season 2, 24-hour streams. I don't have one planned, but we'll do another one soonish. Um, <laughs> you guys are all incredible. And, yeah, I stream there every Monday, Thursday. Did a surprise stream last night. Might bump it up to three streams a week soon. So it would be really cool. Um, definitely follow me there. Follow me on Twitter. Everything that these guys are about to promote is also linked down below. So you don't even have to lift a what? finger. Um, it's all linked Ooh, down below. Wow. And uh, my Twitch, though. Oh, I, okay. I'll do that for next Dang, one. Bro. So I'm, you can type that in the chat. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry. No, That's right. still new. I apologize. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. And listen to these guys. Follow them. They're good dudes. Let's go down the line. You good? Um, so I stream on Twitch also. Sometimes with Dill. Sometimes with without. Um, oh, you switched the camera. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, sometimes with Dill. Sometimes without. Um, we're probably gonna uh, stream Fall Guys together. I think we're gonna do it. Like all of us in person together on Friday, Friday, you said, right? So that'll be on your Twitch. Yep. So definitely go follow him on Twitch if you want to come by and follow me as well. I mean, it'd be awesome. I'm a little, little behind Dylan on the follower spectrum, but but, but we're gliding here. And um, I'll put it in the chat too if you don't want to go scroll down and look for the link. Um, but basically, that's really all I got. And I have a Twitter that has the same name and personal Twitter, but whatever. Cool. Cool. Um, first and foremost, follow me on my per all my personal platforms at you know uh, Nick Timonary on Twitter, on Instagram. My band Momfight is writing a full length record right now. Go follow us, Momfight NJ, both on Twitter uh, and Instagram or uh, Bandcamp, uh, Momfight.bandcamp.com for all our music. We're also on Spotify and all the other platforms. Um, and lastly, I have also been making my Twitch debut. Um, I've been playing, I've been emulating um, a lot of Game Boy, or not a lot, but so far just Pokemon Pinball, Ruby, and Sapphire, but taking requests for other um, Game Boy Advance games, Game Boy Color games, uh, Super Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment System, whatever, um, any sort of low, um, lowly demanding emulation uh, maybe retro. some ds some retro and handheld gaming um a nice chill late night streams so far i've been doing sunday nights late night monday nights late night trying to get into like a, a groove there so i'm gonna also add my uh, twitch it's twitch.tv slash nick fights moms so go check that out i'm on my way the smooth sailing to affiliate so uh join me there let's get there we'll chill out yeah uh i run channel uh Coolest Gamers over on YouTube. You can check that out there. I uh, do a weekly football podcast with my friend Brian and, you know, some other fun things. I mean, this kind of no movies or really TV shows. Uh, production is just kicking up again. So you'll see some more videos there. Uh, and, yeah, and follow me over on Twitter at PeteVaccaro21 where I complain about the Rams every week. So hmm. stay tuned for that. Hey, you didn't have to complain this week. Oh, Although they didn't play great. Oh, but they It's just... Lucky to get a win. They, hey, when you walk into MetLife Stadium, you're getting a win. Well, we're, I mean, we, were, we were in so far. But you but get yeah. the point. <laughs> if you're playing the Giants or the Jets, you're getting a win. I also want to show you guys uh, something else that's pretty cool. Oh, you just got up recently. There oh, we don't, yeah, yeah, no one's seen right. it yet? No one's wow. seen it. There it is, baby. There it is. You knew about the, uh, the previous box. light box that we have over at, so you can't see. That's also where we'll be playing Fall Guys um, on uh, Friday night, but... Yeah, it's turned into a pretty pretty cool studio down here. Uh, that is one of a kind, by the way. That is the only 48 by 36 print of that um, in the world. So that is one of a kind. I think that one, the, the Blue Eyes and, and Yugi Moto one, I, I, Yugi and Kaiba, I think that one is, um, there's like two or three of them, but that's a one of a kind. So, yeah, really cool. 
You guys are great. We're going to wrap things up here. Thank you all so much. Follow them. Everything's linked down below, including Nick T's Twitch. I just put it down below. You guys are amazing. Thank you all so much for watching. And I hope you have an amazing Amazing day. day. Take care, guys. Thank you.